1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All righty, BT and Sal here on The Fan, and I'll tell you, we are
4: absolutely stacked today as we monitor what the Knicks might do. Obviously, all eyes on that, but as we start to jump into the Super Bowl stuff here, Sal... And you know, I listen, I get it. I said two weeks ago that I believe Mahomes is on a trajectory to eventually eclipse Brady. This was before he won the AFC championship game. You know, you get into the legacy stuff, and obviously Super Bowl time, that's a big piece of the puzzle. I got news for you. I think there's a lot of people missing, I don't know, the other obvious part of the equation here. That this very well might be step one for Brock Purdy ascension and and throwed himself into the uh, the big boy end of the pool. I don't think everybody understands. Like you know, when Joe Montana burst on the scene in year one, Joe Montana played one game, he threw one touchdown. In year two, he started seven times, he went two and five, and he threw pretty you know pretty pedestrian. Fifteen touchdowns, nine fakes. Brock Purdy, all he does is win. All he throw, does is get his team in the end zone, dude. If he puts up massive numbers against a big time defense and wins. Uh, no matter how much people don't believe in Purdy, he's at the big
5: boy table. Yeah, see, for me, I, I'm not going to go there. I, I don't think, even if he goes up there, as you said, and puts up big numbers and wins a Super Bowl, maybe even wins a Super Bowl MVP. I still look at Brock Purdy as the same. I think he is a system quarterback. I'm not going to say game manager because, by the way, you'd take a game manager, but he's a system quarterback, a product of a great team, great weapons around him, excellent head coach, organization's been great. They've been here before in recent years, been built up with different versions of this team. They obviously need to win the Super Bowl to cement their legacy here, maybe the head coach even more so. But if they do win, I don't look at Purdy any differently. I think there's a reason why he's Mr. Irrelevant. I think there's a reason why a lot of people – Still doubt his ability. A lot of bad quarterbacks have won Super Bowls before. I don't think just winning this one game in isolation, which I know this singular game seems to mean the most in the world of sports. To me, it does not. It's one game. He's got to do it throughout the course of his career. And I don't think Brock Purdy will ever be a top quarterback.
4: Hold on a sec. So you talk about draft status, right? You know, I, I think most people would probably agree the two greatest quarterbacks of all time, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, right? Right. Right. Look where they were drafted. Yeah, it's not just about draft status. It's about everything else. It. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think well, that a lot. He was of...
5: drafted. He was drafted. All right. he was drafted last. He Mr. was the Rollins. last pick. Oh, yeah. Tom
4: Brady was round six. Joe Montana was round right. four. Coming right. out of Notre Dame, but I... right. he's the last pick. He was the last. So what? Pick. What does that mean? that well, means he couple, was the last that's, pick. That's insignificant. Well, not to me, it's not. I mean, there's a reason. for Wait, it. so because Brady was in round six right. and Purdy was drafted, I don't know, forty one slots after that. Tom Brady's draft status, while literally, it's better. Is that much more impressive? It was an afterthought. You think Brock
5: Purdy's going to be Tom Brady? I'm not saying that, okay, but I'll so, tell you what.
4: So then take Tom Brady
5: out of the equation because that's the greatest. I think he's more like Brad Johnson. Bro, what? He, what? Brad Johnson? He's a, a, a good quarterback uh, could win a Super Bowl. I Look, I look at Brock Purdy as what he is. He's not. You think he's Patrick he? Mahomes? You think he's as good as Patrick Mahomes? No. Well, no but but so, Nobody's right, better than so, Patrick so Mahomes. So here's the question. Where would you rank Brock Purdy right now in the list of NFL quarterbacks? And how could he's one— He's top ten. Well, I don't view him as top 10. But how could, even so, how could one win in one singular game? I know it's the Super Bowl, but I think getting to the Super Bowl, you could argue, is the greater accomplishment. How is that one game supposed to change my perception? Oh, well, he won one game. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks. I've always thought Matthew Stafford was, okay, a good to average quarterback. He won a Super Bowl. I still think he's a good to average quarterback. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's great all world because he won a Super Bowl. I mean, that's, there's a lot of quarterbacks who were good to average Nick Foles. Is Nick Foles one of the all-time greats? He was a pro bowler, had a good season with the Eagles. Do we look at Nick Foles like an all-time great? Remember, some people did um, when Nick Foles won that Super Bowl with the Eagles. The yeah. Eagles made a mistake. And then other teams thought, oh, well, Nick Foles is great. And they were wrong. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is going to be as bad as those guys, but I think that's what he is. I don't think he'll ever be. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Peyton Manning. Not Tom Brady. not, Brees, not playing now. Not Matt Ryan. There are a lot of better Matt quarterbacks. Matt Ryan's not playing uh, oh, okay.
4: so, you, I think he's top ten. No, I think he's much closer to ten than one. Okay, but I think what you're doing is like you're fast forwarding the journey. What's so amazing about this stuff is the checkpoints. You know, before Jordan got championship number two, mm-hmm. he had to get number one. Before Jeter got number five, four, right? But, five, but those I mean, guys, you got to start somewhere. Those guys had
5: the feel of greatness even early on. I'm not knocking Brock Purdy. Yeah. I just don't feel the greatness. Period from him. I don't feel it. Okay, never so have, and I probably won't ever. I mean, me- now, now if he does this, if he wins a Super Bowl every year for the next five well, six years, then that's a little different story. But even just watching him in individual games, he's fine. I think he's good. By the way, the Niners, he and the Niners are very even fortunate to be here. They're lucky they're yeah, here. Yeah, but
4: that's not the point because if you throw through the context of all the teams that are fortunate to be here and how they get there, who missed the field goal in the NFC right. Championship game to put them in the Super Bowl, if we start doing layers of, like, subtext on how teams got there, we'll never get through the first segment of a show. Right, but that's what makes
5: it, to me, even more, like, I'm not just putting it on one game. I can't put the results of it on one game. I'm encompassing everything from what I've seen with Purdy. I think he's good. I certainly think he's one of the better. Their quarterbacks in the league. I don't look at him as a star. I don't think this is, oh, the beginning of what could be a star, superstar career for Brock Purdy. I could be wrong. I don't believe that that's going to be the
4: case. All right, I do. I, now, he's got to play well. He's got to win. I think Purdy's so much better than people think. I think they sleep on him. I really. Oh, he's along for the ride. Oh, he's a product of the mm-hmm. system. What well, was Joe Montana? Joe Montana was small. He wasn't an elite athlete. Didn't have a John Elway, Dan Marino arm. What did he have? He had the most innovative offensive coach in the history of football. Okay, Coach Walsh, he had Jerry Rice, he had Roger Craig, he had a sick defense, I mean, he had all the components. So, And I'm not even saying that he's on the trajectory. What, what I find interesting, though, is that the one side, and, and we're so much deeper into it, and I do get this aspect, that it's about Mahomes. But there's another side to this. And those baby steps, if you continue to take them, eventually lead somewhere big. And I am so curious and so confident that, That Purdy's going to play well. I am. Well, he might. I still don't think he's a top-ten quarterback in the league,
5: and I still don't think even if he wins the Super Bowl while he gets credit and he will be a Super Bowl winner forever, he's still just Brock Purdy. Other quarterbacks have been average to good, below average, and won Super Bowls. I'm not judging how I view Brock Purdy based on the results of this one game.
4: All right, Sal. 877-337-6666. and Sound on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get – the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. We've got our entire staff obviously hunting through social media. Knicks do anything. We will <laughs> we will abruptly shift course. Don't worry. Trade deadline, 3 p.m. today. Brock Purdy, stop sleeping on the guy. He's a star. Josh in Jackson, New Jersey. What's happening, Josh? How are you guys
6: doing? Hey. What's up, Josh? Good. Um, I, I want to disagree with Sal. I think, I think I, there's an interesting way to look at this. Say that the Niners were the same team, but the quarterback was Trevor Lawrence. So, and he was putting up the same numbers. So, since he's the number one overall pick, you're going to say, "Wow, the guy's amazing. He's on his way to becoming a superstar." But the problem is that we're looking at Purdy as a seventh round pick because he was, but you don't look at a guy how he was picked. You should look at the production. The fact is, he doesn't throw that many picks. He throws touchdowns. He plays well in the fourth quarter. He runs all he needs to, and yeah. But I'm saying yeah, and he wins. The guy he, 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 he's coming, and all he's done is win. And I'm just saying he's he's one of the most plus quarterbacks in the league. Fourth quarter, he's amazing on yep. third down. He figures out a way to get a to convert a third down every single time with his legs out. But I think that we're looking at him and we have our doubts and, and we look at him worse because he was a late pick. Don't look at the where he was picked, look at his production. He produces.
4: I'm so with you, man. And thanks for the call there, Josh. You know, I looked at Purdy and it's two years. He's seventeen and four the regular season. He's what, four and one in the playoffs, he's five touchdowns, one pick in the playoffs. I mean, guys thrown forty four touchdowns over two years. And I know that and listen, I, it's not just about the numbers because if, if Marino was playing today, he might throw for sixty. I mean, I I understand, but I, I do like to look at it in in increments. And let's face it, with a little bit of luck here, Brock Purdy might be going for Super Bowl number two in a row. Right. This year. Got hurt. Yeah, okay. Got well, hurt last yeah, year. But, but look,
5: where look where they went. Look where they were. Again, other guys have done it. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson had some good seasons. Yeah, but, but the, next year, B- the next year,
4: Nick Foles collapsed. The next year, Brock Purdy gets hurt. The next year, Brock Purdy's right back there bro, with he, a great season. He hasn't even
5: started 30 games in his NFL career. And look what he's done. Yeah, he's A product of a team that was already built. The Niners are very good. He's
4: not even their best player. What champion? He's their, as a matter of fact, I would argue he's their weak link. Oh no way! What champion? You know, it, it, we've seen this in maybe some other sports. What champion willed an average team to a Super Bowl win? I mean, who who is it? What What do you mean? Like meeting what Super Bowl winning quarterback champion right. just took an average allotment of talent. And just propelled it to a place they didn't deserve to be.
5: Well, I mean, I think Nobody. A lot of, what are you talking about? Who? A lot of great quarterbacks. Uh, who? Well, John Jerry Elway, Tom Brady. Won four. He had yeah. a great
4: defense. Yeah. Marino won none because he didn't have enough around him. Tom Brady took Patriots teams that were average. No, but their defense wasn't average. And the AFC well, I mean, now, was different, now and their we're getting coach is the best of all time. Right.
5: Now we're getting into a whole nother argument. But that but, matters. But, but again, I could you couldn't have your side of it and I could just list you five quarterbacks at least that aren't any star quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Yeah. Brock Purdy, to me, is, is... By the way, he hasn't even he hasn't done won it yet. yet. I understand and, that. And I think the Niners are going to win the game. I felt that way. The one reason why I'm hesitant is because of Brock Purdy. Because he's not Mahomes, who is a superstar. Win or lose this Super Bowl, Mahomes is a better quarterback than Purdy. So why should I think that the results of this one game would change my mind? Oh, well... You know what? Purdy proved me wrong. He won a Super Bowl. Nope. He won a Super Bowl. That's great. He's another quarterback that won a Super Bowl, but to me, he's average. I, just like Matthew Stafford. Just like Brad Johnson. I'm not making No, no, no Stafford. I, I
4: get you on that. Nick yeah. Foles,
5: yeah. same thing. Like, yeah, right, Stafford, whatever. more respect. But Matt your, your, your Lyon, point is. I, I think yeah. Matt Ryan's as good as Drew Brees and Matthew Stafford. Matter of fact, they think he's better. He doesn't have a Super Bowl. Dan Marino, same thing. So, mm. like. Winning the Super Bowl here for Purdy in one singular game, would it means less than it would if Purdy does this for the next five years.
4: Okay, I, I'm actually with you on one point. I do believe that we place too much emphasis on the singular victory of the Super Bowl. I do agree with that. I do. And you just mentioned a few guys who historically are more favorably seen based on that, that moment of the sun, but then you kind of go through their careers like, yeah, the Dophers. We know the names, right? But what you're missing is is that the other guys that you mentioned generally either fizzled out right after the Super Bowl win... Uh, or leading up to it, they were kind of pedestrian in terms of numbers. Brock Purdy's numbers are sick. He was terrific last year before he got hurt. They may have won the Super Bowl last year, and he's healthy, and they're right back. He, he's a system quarterback. Uh, what was the, Montana? All the other what guys. What was Joe Montana? Well,
5: why don't you stick to today's game?
4: Well, be, be, all, all the
5: current guys. Well, that you are just brought up Stafford and five, yeah. ten guys well, that well, played Staff, in yesterday's Staff, game. Stafford is in today's game. Okay, but well, but Brad literally, Johnson's not. He's literally in today's game. At, well, not today. there's not a game, but in you know, he played this season. Won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Let me list you because you're saying Purdy's top ten, okay? Okay. But my point was that a lot of the other quarterbacks, the star quarterbacks, make their teams the team that they are. Mm-hmm. Purdy, his team was already the team that he was
4: before he got there. Let's hear some. And I will be, even though I haven't at to the top, ten, I promise I will be as objective as I need to be. Go, jo- Josh Allen. Uh, let's. Josh Allen's phenomenal. Tua. Uh, I would rather have Purdy. Fine, that's fair. I'm just listing names. Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather have. Purdy at this point. Roger Aaron Rodgers? Rogers is done. Oh, what is that? Oh, my God. On. But don't make me turn this into a jet segment. Because I hope he comes it's, back it's and not, does but something. But be, you're, Jesus, you're the right. guy hasn't done anything Dude, if Aaron Rodgers were on
5: the Niners right now, they would, I mean, come on, they'd be blowing people out. Not if he
4: was limping around. Oh,
5: my so, okay, God. So, uh, listen, I'm I'm now, one, okay, so I'm saying now, but
4: Lamar Jackson. You know, listen, Lamar is you're alone with are not taking with, Purdy over Lamar. Well, hold on a second. Every time Lamar plays in a big spot. He does nothing, and he's got a great coach, and he's got great weapons. It's one of the best franchises in football. The Ravens are one of the best franchises in football this century. All right, so you take—I'll probably give you Lamar.
5: I I will, but it's close. It's not even give me. I want to hear who you're taking. He's got CJ
4: CJ Stroud. I got to see a little bit more, but Stroud looks phenomenal. But I need to see a little bit more. Who
5: you want, Purdy or Stroud? I got to see a little bit more. You got to pick one right now. You could pick. You could pick whoever you want. I'll take Stroud. Okay. That's five. Me too. That's five. Justin Herbert.
7: Uh, Come on, man. I mean, at some point, you got to deliver. I understand, but I'm going to take
4: Purdy right now.
7: Over Justin Herbert.
4: Right now. Joe Burrow. I'll take Burrow. Mahomes. I mean, stop.
5: Seven. Okay. Okay, good. Trevor Lawrence. I'll take Purdy. Uh, Matthew Stafford.
4: Take Purdy. Kirk Cousins. Take Purdy. Jordan Love. That's a tough one. Because he looks so dynamic. Um, and just for the
5: record, you're taking Purdy over Stafford, you said, right? Uh, that is
4: correct. So I'm going to say, God, I want to see him replicate that. I, Stafford, he built say, the Lions can, up and, I, 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 and won I, I, a Super
5: Bowl with another team. And, and he built the Lions up. It. He
4: built them up to yeah. what?
5: Oh, playoff team. They won team. when he left. He, a playoff team. And they sucked ass most of the yeah. time he was there. Yeah. Not all his fault. And then he went to a team that was ready-made and won a Super Bowl all with him. Right, anyway, all right,
4: Go ahead. Uh, Jordan Love. <sighs> I'll say love, but I need I I gotta see another year. But love looks special.
5: Jared Goff,
4: Purdy. Oh,
5: I me mean, what he took two. Come I on, he almost took two team teams to a Super Bowl. I'm gonna take Purdy. Took the Rams to a Super Bowl. Took the Lions to a championship yeah, so, so, game, and they should have won. It's not even his fault. He's also so
4: six or seven years younger.
7: Oh Keep my going. God! I'm not just talking about right now. I'm I understand. About who do
5: you think's better? Uh, I mean, did you give Rodgers or no? What was the answer on that? Yes or no? On no, Rodgers. no. I mean, I'm just hoping Rodgers no, isn't and, done. And,
4: and no on Goff. No on Goff. Jalen Hurts. Purdy.
5: Dak, I don't think, I don't think Jalen Hurts'
4: teammates even respect them. Dak Prescott. Purdy.
5: So you have got a, a bigger, I think he, you have seven quarterbacks that you would take. Well, in front I think of I, Purdy. I
4: gave you Jordan, so it's eight. And remember, I preface this with the you, back at the top ten. You left two back at the top ten.
5: You left two Rodgers, eh, Tua. You left two of Herbert, yep. Lawrence, yep. Cousins, whatever. Yep. Goff, Hurts, and Dak Sounds Olsen. about right. Now understand this. Now let's just say.
4: Even if the 49ers lose... And that's
5: and, your list for the record. I wouldn't take Purdy over the majority of those guys. No, I
4: figured you wouldn't. That, that, well, well, hence the disagreement. Right. I, I got you. So, even if the Niners lose, but Purdy puts up a big game and he loses to arguably the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. And next year, he goes 12-5, 33 touchdowns, 9 picks, right back in the NFC Championship. Mike, at what, what do you need to see from him to respect his talent? I know you respect his path. And Mm -hmm. his grit. Of course. But what do you need to see? I think he's I think he's a good quarterback. But what do you need to see to elevate good to beyond good? I don't think he's got the ability
5: to be one of the all time greats. I just don't see it. I need to see more of it. I've seen him play for a half a season. One half. He played last year. year, I was watching last year. Half a season? They played more than half a season. It's one year this year and then half a year last year. It's a pretty good season and a half. Half, uh, Let's see it. I mean, I haven't seen any dominance from the quarterback position. Better than Trevor Lawrence's first uh, year and a half. That's for sure. That is sure. I'm not seeing the Niners win because of Brock Purdy. They have weapons to me, the system, the way they run the football, the head coach has been established. I need to see him be the guy on that team, and I don't think he If I not knock on him, I just I just don't think he's
4: a superstar. Let's get Big O in Newark. BT and Sal on the fan. Big O, what's cooking there, brother? How are you?
6: What's good, fellas? How's everyone
4: doing?
8: What's good, up, Big O?
6: Listen, BT, yes. I love your passion, but Sal, you are on point you got to look at Brock Purdy as a flash in the pan. He's this generation's Trent Green. You look at oh, uh, Mahomes. Mahomes was a game-changer for their team. You look at uh, Tom Brady, he was a game-changer. Purdy's not a game-changer. Yep. He is the weakest one.
4: Big O, let me ask you this. Uh, how old are you? I just need to know so I can kind of sense where. 43. How old? 43. Okay. 43. Okay, mm-hmm. so you, you saw you saw Montana. You, you didn't really see the first Correct. couple of years, but you saw Montana. What was Montana? Was, was, was he a... Was he a franchise-altering quarterback or a game manager?
6: I'm going to be honest. Yep. Before Montana came to the Niners, no one was talking about them. You have a bill wash that comes in. Uh-huh. You have a bunch of players and pieces that come in. Yep. Montana was not the weak link.
4: No, no, I, I got the certainly. No, no, no. He was, of course, not the weak link. I'm never going to say that. but
6: I think but... he was more than a game manager,
4: though. Okay, no, I no. Hey, listen, he was... some of those those clutch throws, of, of course, the clutch throws were insane. All I'm saying is, I think if you well, juxtapose... Won, I mean, he won
5: four Super Bowls, so he could be a part of a great team, and a great offense, and a great system. Understood. He also won four Wasn't the
4: best player on the team, it's Jerry so,
5: Rice. So, why don't we then have this conversation if Brock Purdy is leading the way for the next, you know, five, whatever, five of six, or four of six Super Bowls. He hasn't even won one yet, and they, he's lucky that he's even there. I'm not trying to minimize Brock Purdy, but you're saying that this could be the first step of greatness. It I, could be! Yeah, and
4: I, I'm not seeing that. Okay, but I didn't see his first year. What do you think? That's why I gave you the numbers. I don't Mm. like to just bombard people with numbers, but it's worth reiterating. Reiterating, Joe Montad, first year, he played one game. One. Mm -hmm. Then his next year, he started seven. When it was back, you know, so Mm -hmm. we didn't play nine. It was a 16-game season. His record was two and five. Right. There was no evidence that. Now, what? Did he elevate them, or did Walsh and the the addition of Rice and a great defense and a great old line and everything that they had going? What what was the impetus behind the rise of the Niners? I don't know. All I'm saying is, I'm not going to rule out Brock Purdy being a superstar. You guys could do that at your own peril. I'm going to give this guy some respect. I am I'm a respect. <laughs> one more respect. What line, Sal. What movie? Come on. Our respect, Tommy Gunn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. All right. BT and Sal on the fan, 877-337-6666. We are monitoring the Knicks and Nets, but really Knicks. All day, 3 p.m. deadline. What are they going to do? You know many of the names. Will they pounce? Will they lay out? We'll follow it. Obviously, we're on top of that. Game 5 of the World Series, BT and Sal. Baseball card, Dice Man in studio at 1. We are absolutely stacked. Football, the main topic. BT and Sal on the fan.
3: Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All welcome back,
4: BT and Sal here on the fan 1028. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata. Yeah, we can finally talk football. Listen, we weren't going to shove it down your throat this week. It was, it was like for us, just for us, it was largely manufactured nonsense.
5: It is. Every Super Bowl week is the same thing. For five days, everybody goes down there. They all talk about how great their life is, being wherever the Super Bowl is. Radio row, same regurgitated guess, same regurgitated takes and uh-huh. thoughts leading up to a game that doesn't take place until Sunday. You're breaking it down from Monday on, like Ugh. it's it's antiquated. I'm sorry, and we're not going to do that here because we're not antiquated.
4: And now we're ready to roll, and uh, we're we're jumping into it now. And what, what I find very interesting because listen, this is obviously picking the cherry off the top of the Sunday. This is this is easy for anybody to identify the Mahomes stuff. Of course, Mahomes, Brady. I'm actually going the other way, and it's not inserting we're elevating Brock Purdy to a spot he has no business being in or near historically clearly the young man's just starting all right and he's part of a great franchise but all-time greats or or those who are much better than you think start generally with with humble beginnings and i gave you montanas uh even mahomes didn't play his first year sat down and and watched alex smith so sal doesn't i guess i guess you don't Ultimately, believe that he's that he's ultra talented. That he's more so a product of the system. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is that a fair assertion that you think he's? You respect I just him, but I, you don't think he's that talented. I,
5: I, I've seen him for a year and a half. Like, can I can I see more? And in the year and a half, like, if you ask me, even though the like Justin Herbert hasn't shown anything great as far as results go. But you can see the talent. You can see why people love him. Josh Allen, even early on, maybe there was some struggles, but you could see the growth and you could see how he could be impactful to a team and to each one of their games and carry a team. I I just don't see that with Purdy. Now, some of it is not even his fault because the Niners were ready-made. They have a good system. I think he makes them better. He's the best quarterback that they've had. He's better than Garoppolo, obviously better than Trey Lance. He's better than you know Sam Darnold, whatever it may be. But he's he's just a to me he's a good he's a good quarterback. So he's I'm, a guy.
4: He's just a guy to you. Pretty much just a guy.
5: He'll never be a star quarterback to me. Never be a star quarterback.
4: Okay, all right. I disagree. 877-337-6666. Scott Abbeville, BT and Sal. Scotty, what's cooking? Hey, what's going on, BT and Sal?
6: Scott. Good to talk to you finally. So, what up, so, I, uh, Sal, you sound angry today a little bit, but I'll tell you, this argument's pretty interesting because I understand both sides of it. And BT, I think you're more correct, if that's the right phrase here. Yeah, to me that sounds like the right phrase, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sal, I get it. Nobody, like, there's you have no business anointing Brock Purdy to, to Tom Brady or this or that or any other status. However... To bring up guys like Brad Johnson, Nick Foles, or even Trent Dilfer, Jeff Hostel, or every bad quarterback that happened to be on a good team and won a Super Bowl, I think it's a little unfair. I don't Why? Think the situation, well, because I think the situation that we're in, because those guys were already proven journeyman backups. They've no, been in that, the league that's more not than true. five years. Wait, what do you mean? Nick Foles have been in the league four or five years
5: Nick Foles. After that, Nick Foles that year when he took over for Wentz led them to the Super Bowl. After that, everybody's like, "Oh, he's great." The Eagles made the choice to stick with him.
6: I totally agree, but what this is what. But let me let me finish. You can and you can have at me all you want. I promise your show right. So everybody thought the same thing about Tom Brady. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. Everybody still questioned. They went nine and seven the next year. After that, even when he won his second Super Bowl. It was still a product of a great defense. Bill Belichick wasn't a slinger, was, you know, more of a methodical, smart game manager until he got Randy Moss, and all of a sudden the numbers started happening. So I think the situation we're in is closer to Tom Brady's situation. Again, nobody knows. He might not be anything, but he's only in his second year. He's in a good system. He's managing the game well. He had a great drive against the Lions, right? So he's closer to that situation than he is being a Trent Dilfer or a Brad Johnson or a Nick Foles or somebody who had been in the league and already proven out over time to be a mediocre quarterback to have that flash moment. Now, granted, Brock Purdy might end up being that anyway, but the situation we're in feels closer to who the hell knows. Well, that's that's your opinion.
5: That's your opinion. My opinion is that I'm watching the quarterback. I've seen him play for a year and a half. And I think he's okay. I think he's good. You want to say that he's a little bit better than some of those other guys that I mentioned? Brad Johnson, Trent Elfer I didn't even mention. I'm not going to put Brock Purdy in that group because that was a you know same thing with McMahon, with the Bears. Those teams obviously won because of their defense. Now, you're, you guys, you, BT, the callers, you're bringing up Tom Brady. I never once in my life watched Tom Brady and thought he's not good enough. I don't think this guy's got it. I don't see stardom. I just watched him and saw the development. And while we know the defense was a big part of why they won, Tom Brady was also clutch. He was he was a tremendous performer for that New England team. And then it just kind of took off.
4: Timeout. Yeah. 20 seconds. I got a timeout mm-hmm. on the floor. I got to call BS on this big time. What? Sound the BS siren. We are sitting here in 2024. Anybody can say, you know, and almost recreate the imagery and the snapshots in their mind. There is no, I can't prove this but I believe that there is no way that you sat and watched Tom Brady the first year or two and said, this guy's a stud. You probably looked at him the same way you look at Brock Birdie. No,
5: no, but I also never said, while I sat there and never said, ah, I don't think this guy's going to be it, I never thought he was going to be the greatest quarterback. It never Crossed my mind. I was watching it play out. You guys are saying Brock Purdy is going to be the next Tom Brady.
4: No, we're saying he's good got. Good God, ch- I can't sh- take it anymore. You did wake up grumpy today, Mike. Yeah, I did. Call I can't right. take it anymore with this nonsense. What are you so grumpy all
5: about. Let's watch it play out. The guys played a year. Well, and but, 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 but it's Thursday. We got to talk about too. I listed fifteen quarterbacks who have more talent than Brock Purdy.
4: Talent. Well, yeah, me saying Brock Purdy is a good well, quarterback. Well, talent. Yeah. So if, if talent is is all that matters, Jeff would you George. Have? Would be the greatest quarterback of all time. Or
5: who would you rather have? You're anointing well, Brock Purdy. Also, his it's it's different than Tom Brady's situation, where their strength was defense. Brady fit in nicely after Drew Bledsoe. Obviously a totally different quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if uh, Tom Brady had as much talent as Drew Bledsoe. I don't he think didn't. he did as much as natural talent. No. I okay. Agree. So there were different things about him. Uh, the things that he did well, I'm not seeing that in Brock Purdy or haven't seen it yet. It doesn't mean he can't do that, but I view him as a guy, as a quarterback, as part of a successful system who has fit in nicely. Taking them to a little bit of a higher level than the guys that they had prior, like Jimmy Garoppolo. sure, sure. Those Mullins and those guys. To, yeah, well, whatever, I got you. Right. Yep, yep, yep. He, he's better than that. I don't think he's gonna be just because remember how the conversation started. Yeah. If he wins this game on Sunday and has an MVP type performance, to me, that doesn't change how I view him.
4: I respect that. Of course That's I that. I understand where you're coming from. The thing, and it's 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 hard to detach ourselves from really the moment. I'm sorry. You know, even as a Yankee fan, I can't sit here, even though his first game... He was amazing with an over-the-shoulder catch at Jacobs Field and a a bomb that Phil Rizzuto called opening day back in 96 when Jeter started shortstop, when Tony Fernandez broke his arm in spring training. But I'd be lying if I said that Derek Jeter was going to have 3,400 hits and go down as one of the the great players of all time. I'm like, man, this guy's got some IQ. This guy's got a little bounce. He's a good athlete. Puts the bat on the ball. Uh, Who the hell knew what was going to happen? So I I do understand that, right? And then as you accumulate these moments, it's like, wow. But... The Tom Brady, I, I I go back to Tom Brady because I I can't imagine I wasn't. Maybe you guys are just superior football viewers than me. I was not watching Tom Brady the first year or two, saying, "Oh my god, this this guy is just so so intellectually superior." I mean, his either. his anticipatory uh, stuff, his acumen is next level. His winning DNA is. Off the charts. No. No, I think the first thought. So, of how Brady, can we say that Purdy? How, why are we putting a I'm not saying he's going to be Brady. Right. But what I'm saying is Brady's early steps were as pedestrian as All
5: they. Right. Same with Montana. Let me ask it this way. Yes. What's the first thing you thought about when you saw or, or the first thing that impressed you about Tom Brady? His hair. Oh, okay. The good o-
7: hair. On good the good field. Hair. That is true.
5: face, that. hair. On, on the on field. The field as poise. So like a, I would say poised. Right. So, like, for me, my first memory of it, now it's a long, time ago, a long time ago. My first memory was that, wow, look at this guy being thrown into this situation with this team under this circumstance, succeeding under pressure. Yes. And, and not looking overmatched. Young quarterback winning a Super Bowl like that. Was he the greatest quarterback? Absolutely not. But you're right. Those were, that was the number one trait at that particular time. Yep. That was off the charts. What does Brock Purdy do to you that's off the charts so far.
4: Well, number one, he exhibits similar poise. I'm not saying, I mean, mm-hmm. but Brady's poise is next level. You can't even measure right. it. That's how, okay. But he's shown a similar calmness as things go. Uh, more and more frenetic around him, and I know it's a different league. Gets his team in the end zone a lot more than Tom Brady did when Tom Brady started playing football. I know the defense. Well, is forget a different. about even the Brady. I'm you just saying it more. I get it. Brock Purdy scores points. If I ask you about Mahomes, what's like what's arm or talent? Electric arm
5: okay. talent. First thing that L- jumped Lamar out. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Like there are things immediately that you see in these guys. Yes. Josh Allen. Yeah. There are things. But even- what's your answer about Montana? Well, I mean, I, I don't
4: remember watching. Well, him when well, he first I, I, on I the hear team. you. Me either. I mean, the, the first couple of years, I get it, yeah. but I, I don't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a rocket arm. It wasn't this massive body like Elway. It wasn't this incredible quick mm-hmm. twitch stuff like Lamar. Just because you are, I guess, what I'm saying is this: Sal. there's different ways to win the race of of all time greatness. And I'm not saying that Purdy even finishes the race. Right. All I'm acknowledging is this is a pretty interesting starting
1: point.
0: Call from mom. Answer it
9: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. But for him. That that's honestly
4: all I'm saying. And I'm really intrigued to see how it, how it goes. And I think they're going to win this Sunday. They do. 877-337-6666 BTN sound on the fan. Man it
8: takes the knee in the New York Giants the Super Bowl 42 champions.
0: When
3: this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
8: They knocked off
6: the mighty
3: Patriots 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
4: All right, welcome back. BT and Sal here on The Fan. Brandon, it's here to Sal the Cotta Show. So, Nothing massive here, but a couple of uh, smallish NBA deals start to trickle in, and and certainly one name the Knicks were connected to. The other, I think they could have used them, but they were never really connected. All right, so the Jazz have sent Kelly Olynyk to the Raptors. Not that they couldn't reroute him, they could. And Buddy Hield's going to the Sixers. Now, the deadlines are three. Dejounte Murray is the big name. I would be surprised if that happens. Uh, this is just Nick stuff. Brogdon, I think there's a chance. Derozan, I like. I don't think that will happen. I think Bruce Brown's very much in play. Uh, I think Alec Burks is very much oh, in play. God, no. I, I mean, Alec well, Burks. let me circle back to that. Yeah, Olinic, I got to scratch him. He was a name. All right, let me get him off that list. And Jordan Clarkson is is a little appealing, but I think they're going to want too much out there in Utah. So the Burks thing, I, it's funny. Alec you do that. Burks, I had the same reaction. But you got to understand what you're bringing him in to do. Yeah, he not was, what he did last time he was here. He's
5: too inconsistent. I not, want to bowlers, not, not, not from downtown. Oh, he's not.
4: absolutely. 40%
5: dude. No, nah, absolutely. He's, he's too inconsistent. About? I watched Burks closely when he was here. Wait he was a second. good player on, on a lot of nights for the Knicks. He's way too inconsistent. He's erratic. I want no part of Alec Burks. I mean, I, listen. I'm not. I want somebody more buttoned up. Somebody more consistent. He is better, up. A he veteran up. He fits the culture. He's yeah. a great team. I know also, very, I don't. I don't okay. like Burks. All right, so, I mean, I liked him then. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For what that team was, I want better than that now.
4: I do too. I I understand that. What I'm saying is, Burks as your seventh or eighth man makes a ton of sense here. Dude, he could shoot. I mean, Sal, this year he's 41% from downtown. What
5: was he when it was with the Knicks?
4: Le, I'll get there. Le, well, 40 uh, some something. I mean, the guys you sleeping on him. Yeah, no, I so watched him. Sally's almost 40% three for his career. Yeah. He's played 13
5: seasons. Yeah, I, I watched them, though. There's some things about his game bother me.
7: All right. I,
5: I, I remember liking him, and at the time, he was one of their best players. He definitely was, well, so, but that was a problem. So, yeah, so now I, I know what you're saying. Lesser role. Okay, 100%. The other, yeah, I'd rather have – how many of the you listed the other – obviously, Murray. Uh, Brogdon. I, I'd rather have Brogdon. Me, too. I'd rather have DeRozan. I'd rather have
4: uh, – Bruce Brown. Brown. No, uh, no yeah. me, me, too. What I mean, Burks is going to cost you nothing, though. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that.
5: I understand that, but uh, – like Burks. I good mean, God.
4: Let's uh, not go down that. Well, uh, come on.
5: We, it was nice. Sleepy low, time.
4: It... Somebody sleeping. No,
5: um, Yeah, I know. Can he shoot? Let me ask you a question. Can he shoot?
4: Can he shoot? Can Burke shoot? Well, I mean, I guess. Yes or no?
5: I, I, I never... Put it this way. Dude, he's 40%. What do you mean yeah. you guess? That's fine. You're looking at the numbers. I want to see him but a big numbers spot. matter when you're no, 13 years no, into a career. No, no. But. I mean, they, they matter to a certain extent. Okay. I can just tell you, I remember watching him every single night when I he was here. I understand that. I liked him, and he was good then. He was just not you good You watched enough. him with
4: Moody yeah. and other scrubs. Watch yeah. him
5: with Brunson. Yeah, let's bring back Alfred Payton, too. Why not? Let's go get all those names like back. You are grumpy. I hope you cheer up yeah. by the
4: time Dice comes in studio. Uh, I
5: might, but the Jeez. point is, look, but, but we agree that Today, I listed four or five guys that are better than Burks. Now we're gonna go. Oh, oh, the Knicks get Alec Burks. What does that do for? To me, he doesn't even move the needle a little bit. Now I know Tibbs loves him. I know he can play a little bit uh, on the ball, point guard, a little bit off the ball. A little bit. So that's why there's value there. To me, that's like. That's the least that they could do. I want to go all in here. There's a path to the Eastern Conference Finals championship. The Knicks can get to the NBA Finals. Alec Burks ain't it.
4: All right, BT and sound on the fan. 877-337-6666. Just do your partner a favor. And, you know, and usually in a good mood, this this little mood that you're in today, please let this carry into the World Series. I going to distract Ooh, you today. no. I got to get my head straight. I think straight. it's going to distract you today. Cold. I don't even think I'm in a bad <laughs> yeah. mood. I'm Something yeah, bothers short me. I don't today, know what buddy. it is. A little short. Right? Short with what? I don't know. I mean, Alex sure, Burst. I, yeah, I, like I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy.
5: I'm supposed to go from DeJounte Murray to Alex Burns, and all of a sudden I woke up on the wrong side of the bed? you tell me Brock Purdy's Tom Brady, but I got the problem.
4: That's funny. Mike's in Stanford, Connecticut, PT and Sal. Mike, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Jordan, how you doing? What's up, dude?
6: What's up, Mike? I've called you a couple times to talk you about Mattingly, but, man, Sal, you really got the pot stirring this morning yeah. about Brock Purdy being a system quarterback. He's two years. How? The goal is to have a great coach, a great team around you. Once you get that, then you'll be considered a not a quarterback. You're a system quarterback. Why? I mean, nobody thought about Tom Brady. Come on, Sal. Nobody ever sat in their chair and said Tom Brady's going to be Tom Brady. He was a boring quarterback. Yep, that was tall and smart. That's
4: all. And 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 slow.
6: So I, but I'm confused. So I'm confused as to what your
5: point is. Right. So what is your point that Brock Purdy can be the next Tom Brady? Is that what I'm hearing? No, I never
6: said. that. So what is the point then? Quarterback. He's not a system because he's I got said a he good was a good team quarterback with a good coach. That means he's a system quarterback.
5: I said he was a good Why? quarterback. I said he's a good quarterback who's a product of his system, who's benefited Two years from the system. As
6: a system starter. Look what he's done already. Yeah, now. that's all I'm saying is we can't call him a system quarterback. I'm not. He, look what he's doing. Right, it's too early to call him that. He's not a backup. He's starting on a great team with mm-hmm. a great coaching staff and a great roster. And he's not the weakest link. He'd be throwing picks every week if he was.
5: Oh, well, I mean, That's he's, he's all I'm done saying. That we got to
6: give boy. this guy a chance. Good call, man. He's Mike. not Tom Brady. No, he's not. All right, well, we'll forget that. But
5: then we looked at some of the quarterbacks in the game right now, and I could list at least ten who I would take instead of Purdy. By the way, there's not a knock on Purdy. I'm not saying he stinks. Uh, he's he's good. He's a good quarterback. I need to see a lot more. And it started from saying that regardless of what he does in the game Sunday, I still view him the same. I don't care if he goes out there and wins the Super Bowl MVP. I'm not. One game is not going to change how I view Brock Purdy. Four or five seasons could change how I view Brock Purdy. Not one singular game. Uh, I
4: understand that. And it's too much of a microwave take. And, you know, we want to accelerate careers and get into the legacy stuff. I, I do respect that you tap at the brakes on that. But I would just, and I, I know you know this, but I got to bring it back up. Like, if this guy had a little bit better luck, he's in the Super Bowl last year as well. Right. So, you know, I, I, let, let, let me throw this at you. now. There's, yeah, there's, okay, if
5: Jared Goff had a little bit better luck, he'd be leading his second straight team to a Super Bowl. But... Well, so, so why do we dismiss what Jared Goff is? a Well, because Jared argue, Goff's been
4: around basically 10 years. But
5: it took two, he would almost took two teams uh, to a Super Bowl. I understand won Super Bowl, we dismiss that. He had the Detroit Lions doing something they haven't done in over 30 years. Un- they won undisputed. two playoff games. Undisputed. And were a hair, yep.
4: uh, you know what, hair away <laughs> from getting to the Super Bowl. I got you. So, <laughs> I, I, I want to see how you can answer this. Let's take. You got to understand. Like it's always Jets, Patriots mm-hmm. of my age. It was the Dolphins. Right, they were always putting up forty point. Like Marino just killed us, and he never won. But man, Marino was was our slayer. Right? Even though we won a couple times, had great games, whatever. But if you take Montana from that era and you put him on that Dolphins team, and you take Marino and you put him on the Niners team, mm-hmm. do the Niners still win a lot with Marino? Let's just dumb it down, yes Probably, or no. Yeah. Okay, yes, the answer is most likely yes. yes. I think most football fans would say yes. If Montana is in Miami with the same team Marino had, are they going to win anything? I don't My know. My answer is no.
5: Probably not. Okay, okay, so then say the same thing. If if you put Brock Purdy. I'll tell you what, if Brock Purdy was on the Jets this year, they win 12 games. Uh, see, I disagree. If, if, they win 12 games. If Brock Purdy was on the Bills, if Brock Purdy Brock was Purdy. on the Jets, if Brock Purdy was on the Chiefs, if Brock Purdy were on the Lions, I don't think any of those teams have as much success. I think that's the best argument. I'm trying to envision how he would be in other situations, and we'll never know this. This is why it's a great debate. Oh, hypothetical. Sure. but and, and take then the other quarterbacks that I view as great, whether it's Lamar, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, Burrow. whether it's C.J. Stroud, I think those guys, Burrow, exactly, I think those guys, no matter where they are, are going to elevate their team to a certain extent. I don't believe that that's the case for Purdy.
4: I mean, we had people clamoring for Jacoby Brissett, for Joe Flacco, for Colt McCoy. Yeah. And people, well, would have better. Say, oh, but most people saying, well, if you could just get that guy, he'd probably playoff team. But if the Jets have Brock Purdy, they don't win 11, 12 games? They do. No, I'd love they to see do. it. I don't, I don't think that that would I be. wish we could see it. Yeah, because He's that would be here. the ultimate <laughs> test. If
5: he could win with the Jets, he'd you know, be. Yeah. We
4: build a statue for then him. Then he would be number one. He would be the GOAT. Yes, he would elevate the lowly Jets, and we, you would have to give him his due at that. You would have no choice, right? He'd yeah. be Whoa, elevated exactly
3: the Jets. Exactly
1: right. Yeah. yeah, 877-337-6666. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn
4: BT and Sal, the
5: fan. This weather forecast is sponsored by Musinex Kickstart. It's 46 degrees and sunny and should reach 50 this afternoon.
3: The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
4: Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata, it's BT and Sal here in the fan eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. And to me, if you just tune it in, and very few people are, or kind of positioning it this way. I get it's going to be mostly about Mahomes. I understand that, but to me, you no. Know, looking at Brock Purdy's first, you know, year and a half ish, the numbers, the wins. Me. Start giving this guy some respect.
5: You know, it's funny you say that, BT, about the Mahomes aspect of it because I have the same mentality there. Whether he wins or loses this game does not change how I view him as one of the greats of all time. Like, whether he's the greatest or not in some people's measurements by how many Super Bowls he ends up with, that's, I guess, you're subjective. Mm-hmm. right? You want to decide that. You and I have had the argument where I say Brady is the greatest, you say Mahomes is either going to be or yep. right now yep. is even the greatest.
4: Well, and by think, the way, his first six years, he's statistically right. exceeded him. And if he wins the Super Bowl, it will be 3-3. Three and three. It's equitable enough, and I think he's so, obviously much more talented. So
5: I think what makes Brady the greatest is the fact that he finished it off and has won seven Super Bowls. What makes Mahomes the greatest is his ability and the fact that he's done it so early and what he's done. Yep. Like, if he never wins another Super Bowl, he may not rank up there with Brady as far as obviously the Super Bowl wins or some of the others who have won more than he has However, you can make an easy argument that Mahomes is still the greatest of all time.
4: I love that you say this because the the emphasis on the the ultimate achievement with all the variables that people lose sight of over time, they just fade into oblivion, whether it's a weather thing, whether it's an injury thing, whether it's a bad call thing before replay, whatever, like that stuff matters. And that's why the the extra week off and all the stupid non-football storylines leading. And I'm not trying to sound like the grandpa. i going to have a great time on Sunday. My parents are coming over. We're going to have a ton of food. I'm going to have a couple mm-hmm. of drinks. I'm throw a few bucks on a few things. I'm gonna, kids are into it. Wife obviously loves football. Love it. But the Super Bowl is just, if it's going to mean that much, I think they need to change a few things. And I don't even know what that is except maybe just going bang to, you know, championship game conference right to the Super Bowl. Which they're never going to do. I know.
5: The neutral site, the week, you know, off in between, you get two weeks after the season. It's like, it's a glorified exhibition game. Oh, by the way, that most people value the results greater than anything else, Mm. which is just not right. So, even the head coach, Andy Reid. You don't think Andy Reid was a great head coach before he won a Super Bowl? Think about what he did with the Eagles. Think about what he did with the Chiefs. And then he won the Super Bowl, and obviously multiple, and now it's like, oh my God, it's the greatest ever. No, he's always been a great coach. It's cement his legacy but you know there are other great coaches who maybe didn't have the fortune of winning luck whatever you, you want to say didn't get over them to win a Super Bowl but yet Brian Billick did and, and Brian <laughs> Billick is just not a good A. so like you can't it can't be the be-all end-all you have to take everything into account so to get it back to Brock Purdy I view Bar- Brock Purdy a certain way based on the season and a half that I've seen him so far whether he wins the Super Bowl or not to me he's still the same quarterback now if he goes out there and has another five, six years of of terrific seasons and winning football and good numbers, then that's different.
4: I mean, Eli Manning's a great guy to bring up. Uh, it's what I just wrote down the name. I just wrote down it's like Eli. A read in your mind. I just the sheet. I, literally, as you said it, I was writing it down. Well, go think ahead.
5: about it. Right? He's won two Super Bowls. The greatest, two of the greatest, most miraculous runs in the history of the sport came out of nowhere. Giants were an average team at best. They get into the postseason. They go on two incredible runs. Yep, two, two. I know. Not once, but twice they did it. Unbelievable. Was Eli Manning ever a great quarterback?
4: No. He was never one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. No. There were things that he did that were impressive, and he's a great giant, but this gets conflated. He was not a great quarterback.
5: And I think he's a Hall of Famer. And by the way, it's not just about that he won the
4: Super Bowl. It's also the path that's what was more impressive. You mean the road games or who, yes. he, who he beat? Yes, yeah, well, all of it. I mean, the, Tampa, the first one, Tampa, Dallas, the Packers one was impressive, but it was really beating
5: Yeah, but Brady. Dallas still. Dallas that year was good. They thought they were going to beat him. Yeah, it was Romo, though Romo's not at all-time great. He never go, won. Go on the road in Dallas as the team that the Giants were on the road. And in they Green were dogs. May, yeah. And then beat Brady. Yeah. It's well, then the, winning Green Bay. Ro- that was the one. Yeah, Dallas, Green Bay, and then uh beating Brady. And then the year after, you know, San Francisco whatever
4: it may be. They got lucky there with those muff punts yeah, by Cowboys.
5: Yeah. The but still, he yeah. did it twice. So I if they it. did it once, you could say, well, it was one incredible run. The fact that Eli did it twice and the runs that they went on to get there shows me that he had something about him that Elevated his play, yeah. When the lights were the brightest, I agree with that. It wasn't just the result of well, he's got two Super Bowls. Well, and by the
4: way, Sal, the same applies for Tom Coughlin. I mean, let's right. say, let's say, but the, he was
5: always a great coach. Well, right? I
4: I agree. But you know, same thing with with some others out there. Where that 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 final, you know, that final win is is validation that some need to to stamp ultimate greatness. And and I get it, and I don't. I, I see both sides. But Coughlin was great at Boston College. I think he beat Notre Dame when Notre right. Dame was number one. Uh, Coughlin was obviously really good with the Jaguars mm-hmm. with Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith and Mark Brunel and yeah, Freddie SC Taylor and Pacelli T- and, and those guys, right? Uh, they played the Jets in the playoffs mm-hmm. that one year. I was at the game. That was the 98 season. That was when Keyshawn had to reverse the touchdown uh, catch and an interception on the final play. So did he really need those two Super Bowls to stamp him as, as an all-time great? I think for many he did, but to your point, it doesn't, it's not like he went from scrub to amazing. If you watched football and then appreciated the nuance, you knew Tom Coughlin was a special coach. Dan Reeves
5: took two franchises to a yeah. Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, Dan, I mean, went, Dan, Dan Reeves is one. a great
5: coach. Great, great coach. coach. He's a great coach. Great coach. You know, Dan Reeves in football, great not only coach. as a player, but also as a coach. Like, Dan Reeves, all-time great. And, okay, he won a Super Bowl as a head coach. Well, So what, what means more? If he would have won one with Denver or... Taking the Broncos to Super Bowl, taking the Atlanta Falcons to a
4: Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I've got a better one for you. Not that I'm trying to avoid to me, answering I, that. No, no, well, but Give me your but, answer first. Well,
5: to me, I just value I, – I think it shows – like we talk about Parcells all the time mm-hmm. versus Belichick, and we both love Bill – uh, Parcells, because he took multiple teams oh, yeah. Yeah. and
4: built them up. Everywhere he went, yes. he elevated those programs. And with different styles. The right. Giants, they played defense. They ran. The Patriots, they threw it all over the so, lot. The Jets, they did 50-50. So, to me, what Dan Reeves did twice, take,
5: I mean, you yeah. took the Atlanta Falcons. Uh-huh. So you think they're bad now. Yeah. They were even worse the only reason
4: Sal, the only reason I paused is because Reeves' New York experience was not good with the Giants. Yeah, but, 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 no, he, great coach. I've got a better one, at least for me. So, and I remember going through this with Phil Mickelson before Phil Mickelson finally cracked through and won his first major at Augusta. So, what's more impressive? The obscure golfer who wins a major and you never really hear much about him. But he's a champion. Mm-hmm. He's got the ultimate coronation, whether it's Augusta or some fabled U.S. Open venue or the Open Championship overseas, whatever, okay? That guy or Phil, who had 15 top tens and, like, finished in the top three five, six, seven times before he cracked up. Come on. I think it's Phil. Of right. course it's Phil. So, so that's kind of the point. And if it's we're, close, we're Purdy, to me, even
5: if he wins Sunday, not there yet. That's great. Won a Super Bowl. I'm not putting him amongst the all-time great just because he
4: won one singular Super Bowl. How about Dylan up in Westchester, BT and Sal, back to you. What's up, Dylan? How you doing today?
6: I'm doing great. How you doing, fellas? What's up, Dylan?
4: Doing well, buddy.
6: All uh, right, Sal, I, I just got to ask, bro. How, how can you talk like this about Brock Purdy, but after three games of Tommy DeVito playing against the Redskins of all teams, you were like, this guy's a
7: winner. You
6: know, he's got a great arm. Well, it's a different scale. We don't have to get a it, quarterback it, it, now next year. It, it's a but totally. Hardy, nah, I I I'm need to see more. He's not good. But at the three games. I didn't say.
5: Dylan, Dylan, open up your ears. I didn't say he's not good. It's two totally different things. If I have to explain to you the difference between judging Brock Purdy and the Super Bowl and judging Tommy DeVito in the regular season, I, I, we don't have enough time in the show. And we still got three and a half hours left. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, well, actually, two and honestly, a half. Yeah, two and a half hours left. I don't know what to We don't have enough time left in the show. You understand the difference of the two, Right.
6: Oh, no, I understand it difference. Oh, okay,
5: so. so so let's stick to Brock Purdy. I still believe the Giants shorted Tommy DeVito. That's a story for another day. He did more. <laughs> what I said was he did more than anything I've seen with the Giants in recent years. That includes Daniel Jones. Tommy DeVito to me was more impressive than even Daniel Jones in the year prior getting him in the postseason and winning a game.
6: But at least you could say Brock Purdy is a winner because you called DeVito a winner. So I, didn't, I, didn't,
5: I never said Brock Purdy was a loser. I never said I never said no, that no, once. You said
6: he was a winner, not a loser. You said he was a winner. He's a winning quarterback. He plays and he wins games.
5: Like, Wh- all right. Which one are we talking about, DeVito or Purdy? DeVito. Okay, let's stick to Purdy. I, I know what I said about DeVito. I'm <laughs> trying right. to get you so back you on Purdy.
6: Purdy is a winner, though. That's what I'm saying. I That's said Purdy
5: what? is a good quarterback. I'm not ranking. Would you take Purdy over Josh Allen? No. Or no. Aaron Rodgers? Mm, no. Lamar no. Jackson? they no, probably not. CJ Stroud. Uh, yes. Justin Herbert. Yes. Joe Burrow. No. Patrick Mahomes. No. Jordan Love. Yes. Jared Goff. Yes. Tua Tagovailoa. Yes. So you think you he's think, with me? It's almost yeah. the same list. You think Purdy? He's with me. No, still you still had him down a little bit. He's not he's not one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's certainly not one well, of the best top ten. And you still seen him no,
4: win in big spots. That's yep. what the
5: key. What are you talking about? You've seen him win in big spots. His team he's is lucky. They're even. Dude, he's five and one in the playoffs. Oh, I'll give, <laughs> <break. laughs> give me a break. Did give me a break. Give me a break. It's about like we just talked about with Eli Thanks Manning. For the call, Dylan. What you just talked about Appreciate with Eli Manning? It's about the journey. I. Those teams you saw go on incredible runs to where it was eye-opening. You're like, wow, look at what Eli's done in the postseason. That is not the feel with Brock Purdy and the 49ers. The 49ers, you could argue, have the most talent in the NFL. Everybody all year long was saying this is the most talented team in the NFL. And yet, they're lucky that they're even here. They should have gotten beat by Detroit if Dan Campbell knew what he was doing and Detroit could hold on to a huge lead. That's number one. Number two, they're lucky that they didn't lose to Green Bay
4: three weeks ago. The Chiefs are lucky. The Chiefs didn't score a point in the second half of the game that they moved on to advance from. Right. I mean, we could go through every game and selectively say, well, that this didn't happen and this coach messed up and this guy puts it on the turf I mean but if the Chiefs a, didn't, that stuff better. And,
5: and you're right I'm glad you brought up the Chiefs if the Chiefs didn't get to the Super Bowl because they were a fortune right to be here what would you, how would you evaluate Patrick Mahomes
4: uh, he's phenomenal.
5: Right. And if Brock Purdy and the 49ers weren't here, we wouldn't even be talking about
4: him. Well, I understand that. Of course, because it's year two. Oh, oh that's the point. But no, the point. is no, listen. I think where you and I split. I'm not those, saying he's a loser. I'm I know not you're not. He's a bad quarterback. I know he's you're fine. Not. I know you I think said he's that. more
5: of a product of the system than all those other guys. By the way, you're and everybody else is disrespecting Jared Goff. So why is it okay to dismiss the fact that Jared Goff got the Rams to a Super Bowl, and yet you are all saying, well, Brock Purdy got the Niners to a Super Bowl. But yet Goff is not good enough. He almost took two teams to a Super Bowl. He did take one. He's not good enough. But Brock Purdy comes along, rides the coattail of a great 49ers team, and yet he's good enough because he's been in one Super Bowl. We're dismissing Tua Tagovailoa and the MVP-type numbers that he's put up for two years in he's a row. Nothing. But yet Brock Purdy is all of a sudden
4: well, a well, great. Well, first of all, the Tua stuff, you know, I like Tua... He's not nearly as good as people think, number one. So I'm not going to waste time well, on 2 the, why, I'm going go to go back to Jared that? Goff. I, 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 know, I know the numbers. The Jared Goff stuff to me is is a better point of contention. And my response to that, Sal, is that we know who Jared Goff is. And Jared Goff is good. I'm not trying to disrespect the guy. right? But Jared Goff, he, remember, he came in the league. Fisher was his first-year coach right. on hard knocks. How long's Jared Goff been playing football? Eight years, I think, something like I, that. This is year one and even, a half. I don't even love God. No, I'm no, just I, I, know, that. I, I understand but that. But come on, the guy's been to a Super Bowl, same as Brock but Purdy. But I thought the NFL. Super Bowl didn't mean as much as a singular it, entity. It doesn't, but you, it guys, didn't even win it. you guys are making Brock Purdy this big thing no, because no, of where no, the Niners no, are as a team. No, what I'm doing with Brock Purdy is I am leaving open the window, and I don't think you're doing this. I'm leaving open the window of opportunity for him to continue to get better and to continue to show people that he's, like you, The dissenters, the naysayers, you know, the critics, that he's not just a game manager, that he's not just alone for the ride, that he's not the weakest part of the Niners, that he's not just a a, a spoke in the wheel of a great franchise. I believe that more and more he's going to show that. You don't. That's where
5: we disagree. I just think he's an okay quarterback who is more of a product of his team. I'm not even going to say game manager. And like Cam Newton, I think, is over the top disrespectful. Cam Newton can never do what Brock Purdy has done, he did it differently. But he can never do. You know, Boomer was talking about it this morning. There's no way he could run this Niners system, which is a very complex system, which Brock Purdy deserves credit for. He's able to have success in this great system. I think he's more of a product of this
4: team than him individually carrying a team to a Super Bowl. That's it. All right, listen, I got you. Abe is in New Haven, in Connecticut. Abe, it's BT and Sal. What's up, buddy?
6: Hey, guys, how's it going? Good, man. How are you today? I'm doing great. Two quick points. I, I, I completely agree with BT because, first of all, just because you're not the most talented player on your team does not mean that you cannot contribute to your team losing. And he has not done that, which is number one. And number two, I think, that Sal, you're looking at this like a draft. There are certain things that we can look at a quarterback, their physical talent, and you can say, this guy has tremendous talent. Anybody who's going to say that they saw tremendous physical talent in Tom Brady uh, during the draft is not being honest because he wasn't drafted ha uh, high. But the reality is that and I think you could even make the argument that every single year that he was in the league, there was somebody that had more physical talent than him, whether it was uh, speed or a hundred percent. Absolutely. Further. The reality is, and, I, and again, I, I agree with BT because I think that it's important to say that you're leaving the window open yes, for him to grow. Not that he's anything yet, but, but look what he's done. And I think game manager is a compliment in the NFL. You don't have to be the most physically talented uh, player but if you can make, do the, make the right place, this is what Brady's greatness is all about. Michael Dick was a much better athlete. But yep. Brady can consistently manage the game and do what is needed to win. And, Abe, hey, by and the way, hey, let me jump in.
4: Abe, hey, hold on. And, by the way, this up until this point, this is exactly what Lamar Jackson cannot do or has not demonstrated in these big moments despite being physically superior than almost anybody on the planet. Yeah, that's a good point. So. I, the, 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 the the
6: the idea that a game manager is a, is a, is not a compliment is, is, is beyond me. Game manager in the NFL, so many things can go wrong, and you can and you can even make a good throw, but it's the wrong throw. Yeah. is is what, 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 It's a huge compliment to be a game manager, and I think that that is exactly what Brady was all of his career—a game manager who made the right plays, didn't make mistakes, and led his team that at times had. Uh, great talent around him to, at times that had left, but he was never the most physically gifted quarterback in the NFL, yeah. but he was the greatest winner that's good because call. of he was a game manager. Abe,
4: hey, that's a good job. You know, listen, Sal, let me push this forward here again. I'm I'm just saying that there's a real chance, I think, Brock Purdy in a year and a half or two, for those who aren't fully on board with, you know, maybe where I am and Abe and some others, I think your opinion's going to change. And over time, we'll, we'll see. But let me just fast forward it for a second, all right? And I'm going to be conservative conservative with this. So... So far, he is seventeen and four in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Let's say he goes eleven and six next year. They'll probably they might lose a few guys with cap, whatever. Great franchise though. I think they'll win more, but I'll just say eleven and six. All of a sudden, you know, two and a half years in, he's twenty eight and ten. He's got forty four touchdowns in two years. Let's say he throws twenty-five next year, Mm -hmm. which he threw thirty plus this year, so I'm going even more conservative. I mean you know, suddenly you're in the, in, in, in the realm of 70 touchdowns yeah. in not even three years, and all he does is win, and all he does is advance. Right. And his touchdown-to-pick ratio in the playoffs right. is outstanding. Well, what does he have this year? He's 4-1 in the playoffs for his career.
5: Wait, well, this year,
4: what? Well, are his I, I don't Last know. Was hurt. Oh, I'm just saying. He's, four. he's played two games. I don't have that in front of uh, me. I have it in front of me. You want it? Yeah, sure. I know he only has one interception in, yeah. in, in all the games he's ever played, so it can't be too many. Right. And how, got...
5: many, how many touchdowns do you think he's thrown?
4: All I know is he's four and one in the playoffs right. well, again, with five on... touchdowns right. and one pick. Right. So okay. you well, tell this, me this you year, got the number.
5: This, I don't know. This, this year, the great Brock Purdy in this great 49ers run, where they really handled the Packers still and the playing. Lions, still, still playing. performances. Still playing. Brock Purdy is thrown for two touchdowns, yep. one interception.
4: What's so bad about that? Two touchdowns and one interception. Oh, my God. If that's what you're hanging your hat you had on. That's flimsy, dude. You, you, know you make what? it seem like it's two touchdowns and four picks and they're winning because in spite of the guy.
5: Take, take a guess to what Jared Goff's numbers were this week. I
4: post-season. don't care. Jared Goff is playing golf right now. Yeah. He's home. Right. He's going, he's walking by Boomer and Geo set in Vegas right. saying, God, I wish I right. was playing so this So that's week. a product of the team. His well, team was better. Maybe if that's Jared exactly got no, no, but no, no. so, so if
5: you're going based on the numbers, J- just so you know, yeah. Jared got four touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay,
4: that's this postseason.
5: Now, just to give you a reference here, because you're building up Brock Purdy. By the way, how many? What was his numbers this year, Brock Purdy's regular season? I think numbers. it was
4: 31 touchdowns and 13 or 14 picks, something like Jared Jared that. Jared got something like that. Jared
5: got 30 touchdowns. Tw- a okay. uh, 12 interceptions. Okay, so more Jared touchdowns. Well, well, more, yeah. touchdown. gotta li- more touchdowns. You got to live more touchdowns. Four. Yeah. Purdy. You're saying Purdy thirty-one to eleven. Yeah, and and I'm saying Goff thirty to twelve. You dismiss Jared Goff, but yet I say, don't dismiss. I think he's do. Everybody does. They've all dismissed, but yet Purdy could be the next coming. Now let me just give you the numbers. Goff, second year in the league. Okay, yeah. Twenty-eight and seven, 32 and twelve. Yep. Twenty-two and sixteen. Bad year there. Twenty and thirteen. Nineteen and eight. Twenty-nine and seven. Thirty
4: and twelve. He's good. Taking I'm giving you that. One
5: team to a Super Bowl. A second team on the precipice of of a Super Bowl. Precipice a big means
4: nothing to me right yeah. now.
5: Okay, but but then you're evaluating the team. Nobody's well, no, going well, to. I'm not but, saying the Niners aren't better than the Lions. Yeah, Niners have a better coach. They have a better running back. They have a better defense. They have a better team. Niners are the better team. Goff is the better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Says who? Uh, sa- says
4: yeah, I know you say that, but says uh, substantiated by what? Well, I just gave you all the numbers. Yeah, and, and three he, of them weren't that impressive. He already, he already took a team to a Super Bowl. Took another. So, team he Purdy, he's eight, eight years did. younger.
7: Yeah, he took... Dude, come on. Come on, what? How
5: are you saying that Purdy is more accomplished or better than I didn't than say God? that. How's he better? I didn't... Oh, Tell I, me I, how
4: Purdy I, is better than Goff,
5: please. Wait, 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 Give okay. me one good reason. Well, well, let me ask you a what question. What is Purdy's before? greatest
4: accomplishment? Let me ask you a question. Did I say that he is superior? I've said many times, Goff is good. You said he's better. I want to know how Brock Purdy is better than Jared Goff. And well, this first of all, the he's listeners one too. more at the how? same age. How? At the same age. What are you talking about the same age? Jared Goff. What? Yeah, I don't have. I've got so many stats in front of me. What pen- year did Jared Goff come in? Hold on. Jared Goff, dude, has played eight. He's going into year nine. Right. Okay. So J- Purdy has already matched what he's done. In terms of team winning, it's year two.
5: Advantage Purdy. How old is Purdy? 23. Right. So at age 24, Jared Goff was in a
4: Super Bowl? He was? Yeah. Okay. So he took a team to a Super Bowl. But it's comparable. It's not better than Purdy. It's comparable. Purdy's playing Sunday. You didn't forget that, did you? He's in the Super Bowl. his first Super
5: Bowl with a better team. Jared Goff has put up the numbers consistently and taken a second team to a championship. There is by there is no metric out there, whether it's subjective, whether it's actual numbers. There's no way anybody can tell me that Brock Purdy is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. And that's just one quarterback who's mid with Jared Goff. We dismiss Jared Goff, but yet build up Brock Purdy. That's all I'm saying. Put some respect on Jared Goff's name. How we bring, why? Why are we talking about Brock Purdy as potentially one of the greats when he's not even as good as
4: Jared Goff? Because he's playing in, in three days. That's yeah. why. If the if, if Jared Goff was playing in three days, we'd be having this about Jared Goff. I on.
5: don't think so. I think it'd be the Hold same that. thing. Oh,
4: that, maybe that's what we needed. Hold on. Give me something good. Give me something good there's with our lot, Knicks. There,
7: there's a lot going on. Yes, there's a Knicks thing. But first I want to put it this way OKC just grabbed Gordon Hayward. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Miles Bridges not going anywhere, got saying it. he's not moving. Got it. But the New York Knicks made a trade. This now. is going to be a small one. Do you want who they gave up, or do you want who they gave back I want to know
4: first. I want to know who they got, and then I will guess, and Sal will guess who what they gave up. Who did they get?
7: I'm guessing <sighs> small.
4: I'm guessing small. From.
7: Guard position, Detroit Pistons, Alec Burks. All right, they got oh Burks. My God, is yes. there another Disgusting. one? Disgusting.
5: <laughs> of course, it's going to be Burks. <laughs> the one guy I didn't want, yeah. <laughs> Alec Burks. Uh, this <laughs> Good is, God. This is getting better by the minute. Do you, you, you want by to fight for both Burks Sunday. for two minutes yeah. next? Purdy, I, one TD, <laughs> three picks <laughs> on Sunday.
4: All right, so wait, so we got Burks. Is there so another that, one or is that? that
5: it?
7: That's the move. That's who they get. So oh far, they to do that Let's see.
4: They not second round pick. They did not give up 48. They're going to hold on to that. Second-round pick they gave up. They did not give up. Well, they got to make some money's match here, so hold on. Uh, I don't think they if they parted with Grimes for Burks, I'd be stunned. No uh, way. I, no, no, no. I don't think it's Fortier. Eh? I think it's like, you know, two-bit, eh, I don't know, Sims, I, I just and, and and it may have been a first-round pick, uh, one of the least desirable ones. What did they give up? Two future second-round picks. Fantastic. And yeah. Quentin Grimes. Get the hell
7: out of really? here. Really? Yeah. That's from Woj, not from me. There you go. Woj for I for Alec Burks.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
7: mm. You did, did not up. win the prize, my friend. That was not the deal. What? Uh, no, that was, not, that was, oh. that was not the move to make. I'm sorry. Oh, oh I see
5: what you're saying. You want to tell
7: me you bring in Alec Burks, it's fine, but you... They gave
5: him for that? Alec Burks? That's a stupid no, they deal. They still
4: have all the first-round picks. Grimes yeah. was not a piece of the future. Maybe no other deals to be had. Alec so, Burks. Oh, my God. I, listen, I know that sounds lopsided. It's not as lopsided as some of you think. We'll you can't su- give up Quentin
5: Grimes for Alec Burks.
4: We'll dude. get back to it. 877-337-66... What? Hold on. Oh, oh, boy. Sorry. This is one of those days. They're, I love it. Literally two seconds Let's ago. Let's go. Hit me.
7: The Pistons are trading Quentin Grimes. Bogdanovich to the Knicks, too. Let's
4: go. Now, that's a shooter right there. Let's...
7: Now, that, wait, you left out wait, a big wait. That's wait. Just wait, wait just wait. happened. Wait.
4: Is that part of the same deal?
7: No. Evan Fournier and... Um, malachi flynn oh, Flint, they,
4: who they flipped in who, from the raptors
7: who's getting where
5: are
4: you getting this info from this is Woj. Okay. he just he literally just tweeted this two seconds ago. they got ago. two shooters they got two shooters all uh, right my first reaction is they got two shooters and every big move they want to make this summer is still there based on the draft equity I, i've got to think a little bit more right now i'm fine with what they did 877 337 Wow. wow BT and Sal on The Fan.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Verdi will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up. Their first playoff
1: appearance since 1991 on a
6: 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins.
3: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right,
8: 1132.
4: It is uh, the Fan, BT and Sal, Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Licata Show. Call the number 10. You know the voice. Creed time want to go check them out at the Garden, 866-540-WFAN. Again, call the number 10, 866-540-9326. That's your chance to check them out. It's at the Garden, November 29th. Creed from our friends at Live Nation. Of course, tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10. You want to scoop them up there, livenation.com. And listen again tomorrow at the same time for another chance to win. Here with BTN Sound. Uh, 11.33, that last segment obviously went a little late there. We got some Knicks breaking news here. The trade deadline active. All right, so, so here's what it all means. Um, Give the full trade here. It is Grimes. It is 48's $19 million expiring deal. It is uh, Malachi Flynn. It is Archie Diacono. It is two second-round picks for uh, Bogdanovich from the Pistons, and Alec Burks coming back to the Knicks for 2.0. it's a
5: lot more sense than yes. what we heard initially as it was starting to trickle out. Yes. You can't give up Quentin Grimes for Alec Burks. I was like, for what? God. Well, no,
4: it didn't make any sense. Now, you have to look at it this way. Once you play the 48 card, there's no other move to make now. Because that's $19 million. The salaries have to match up. Unless they trade somebody that like Mitch or somebody that nobody sees coming, hmm. I think they're done. And I don't think they would trade Mitch. They're done. What this does do is gives them the wiggle room, and this is what I was really pushing for, Sal, to pounce during the summer. This is a move. Anytime any one of our teams makes a trade, first thing I say is, did we get better? The answer is yes.
5: I don't think and, you get even, do, do, like, unequivocally they got better. We wanted an upgrade over Quentin Grimes and on the bench. Both these guys do that.
4: Yep, and the second question I ask is, did they give too much in route to getting better? And the answer is no, which means Leon Rose, out of boy. Well, nice job. I like it. I mean, I hate the idea of giving up
5: Grimes <laughs> for two guys who are, you know, going to be role bench players. I'd rather have that in the package for a, you know, a better player. Like I wanted Murray. I'm not going to lie. That's the guy I wanted. I said it before. So I, I was hoping Grimes would be a package, a part of a bigger package, to get a better player. However, it wasn't working here. He was. Pr- he had no value at this current time. The Knicks are ready to win now, and these two players, Burks and Bogdanovich, helped the Knicks become significantly better now. They're much deeper. They now have scoring options off the bench. Burks is a guy, as much as I don't like him, he had some success here. He's familiar with the system with Tibbs. Tibbs liked him. He could play on the ball as a point guard, obviously off of it as a two-guard, good shooter. So th- this move, they give up essentially n- nothing that was impacting them now and get better with two players who add great depth to this team.
4: All right, Nick fans, what do you think? 8 7 3 And, and you know, there's still time to do more, but... I would think that they're done for today. Now, Randall's got to get healthy. OG's got to get healthy. But, you know, in the NBA, if you don't have spacing, you just you just can't win. I don't care how good you are as an individual talent. Just imagine this for a little bit, depending upon the matchups. I get it, big, small, whatever. Brunson at the lead, right? And then you have OG in the corner. Mm-hmm. You've got Randall floating around, getting to his spots, and then you've got Bogdanovich. Who sinks forty-three percent of his threes? So you got OG in the corner, who's one of the best corner three-ball shooters percentage-wise in the NBA. Bogdanovich, who's one of the best three-point shooters all around. Randall, who's streaky, but obviously now with guys out guarding the line, he could do his stuff inside. And with Hardenstein is a good passer, and or Mitchell hitting the rim. Think about all the space that Brunson's going to now have to operate with. I like it. Yeah. I really do like what the Knicks just did.
5: Nothing not to like, but you you just think it, it could have maybe been bigger or more. Uh, you mean with the, Mike, the, the DeJounte Murray yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's I exactly. Mean, that, or DeMar the Rosen? One. Yeah. I mean, even Brown, which I'm surprised. That they, I thought that would be the move that they would end up making. Yeah. But you're getting two guys here, so I can understand why the appeal is with the with the
4: Pistons. All right. All right. The other stuff we're talking about is obviously Brock Purdy and the Super Bowl and what this means for him, what we expect from him. But uh, Nick fans, let's go carve out some real estate. No, you got to do that. Chris is in Flint, Michigan. What's going on, Chris. What's going on, boys? Hey,
6: Hey, how's it going? I want to tackle both these things now that this just came through with the trade. Go for it. But first, first, I want to say I agree to Sale. I think Purdy is a system quarterback. I think the window should be open to analyze more. we got to see more of a sample size. But he's got this genius coach we've heard about for years, which obviously the offense works. He's got the best left tackle in football, one of the best of all time. You hit the guy, he's rattled. So I think we need to get a more of a sample size. Not to mention, I saw a stat that there's like 10 college quarterbacks making more than him on uh, NIL deals right now, which is just baffling to me. I know he's going to get paid, but let's just get bigger a bigger sample size. Because when I see Brock Purdy, it reminds me of when I was younger. I'm playing Madden, and here I am. I got Dallas Clark, and I'm drafting Marvin Harrison and Clinton Portis. And now I'm just going to use Seneca Wallace, and we're still going to win. You know, like it's just—he's a system quarterback, in my opinion. Okay, but I, I right. do want—I do want to say let's give him more of a window. Now on the trade that just happened, I know, Sal, you said you weren't an Alex Burks fan. I get it. I remember back at that uh, that playoff uh, game against the Hawks, he he shot us out of some games. He really did. But he's also comfortable with the system. He's a 3-and-D guy. He's going to shoot threes. He's going to play some defense for you. You got rid of guys that aren't even in the rotation, that aren't playing. And Quentin Grimes, I get this whole, he still has stuck to give. But at the same time, he was was firing up line drives. He had no arc on his shot, and it wasn't consistent when it came to his shooting.
4: Yeah, Quentin Grimes, thanks for the call there, Chris. Quentin Grimes, to me, eh, man, I mean, there was a point I thought the Knicks hit a home run steal where they picked him in the draft. And then you watch him play, and it just didn't fit right. And he very well might go, you know, Detroit now and see where he goes, you know, moving forward. You know, I think his qualifying option is in 2025 for 6.3. So the Pistons will retain his rights for a while. And maybe he grows into what I thought he was going to. But I I feel pretty secure saying it just wasn't going to happen here. He had a move.
5: Yeah, and, and their window is now. Dude, I'm just going over the roster here, trying to write this out. It's a it's a so, long roster. Deep. let Go ahead. What do you got? Starting five. Okay. Hartenstein, assuming health, obviously. Sure. Randall, OG, you go DiVincenzo?
4: Yes.
5: I mean, it's not going to be Burks. He's going to be No, no it's going to be DiVincenzo, right, I would so think. I, it's not going to be Bogdanovich, I wouldn't think either, right? Mm, not All yet. Right, so it's either not him yet. or... Well, let's go, Divincenzo. Okay, he's he's playing well here. Let's just now again. I like to upgrade that and have Divincenzo come back to the bench, but still they upgraded Brunson. So Hartenstein, Randall, OG, Divincenzo, and Brunson. Mm-hmm. Josh Hart.
4: Yeah. Achua. Oh, forget it. I mean, Achua. How's he going to get these minutes? Yep.
5: Bogdanovich. Yep. Burks. Mm-hmm. Mitch, when he comes back healthy, S- sure.
4: And Deuce. I mean, bro, they're twelve deep. It is a deep squad. I mean, maybe they do make another trade.
5: Uh is that 11? 1 2 3 that 4 5 like it was 12. 6 7 8 Precious. 9 10
4: I have 11 here. You got 11. Well they got they...
5: 11 guys who Now again, maybe McBride doesn't see the floor in the postseason, mm-hmm. which is fine, but if you had to Yeah.
4: you could live with it. I don't disagree. You can you can absolutely they can mess around and do something here. You got to be healthy though. Brandon on Staten Island what's happening B? How are you today? I'm
6: good. I'm I'm a big fan of your show. I'm calling to talk about the trade. Um <clears throat> I like this trade for the Knicks. It brings Alec Bucks. I mean, I'm a huge fan of, and the other guy we got, I don't know how to say his name. Bog but, um,
4: Bogdanovich. I think it's five. Oh, Bogdanovich. Yeah. Four syllables. Bogdanovich.
6: But, and I like. He's a good three point shooter, and I think both both of those players will help us, especially in the playoffs. And that's pretty much it. That's. I have to say, yeah, I mean, think
4: it. about that. No, thank you for the call there. Now, I know that we're all wrapped up in, you know, top four seeds. And, hell, I mean, we're obviously thinking much bigger than that. You know, two seed, could we mess around and steal that? Well, Certainly. they could. No, I know. I know, not? I know. My point, though, the way this team is now built, even if Brunson doesn't play the rest of the first half, and he might not, uh, and OG's out another couple of weeks and Randall's back, you know, in a month, and they just lose 7 of 12. I mean, it's not inconceivable that they could have caught a losing streak here. It's just not. Uh, they're very banged up. This Knicks roster is what I love about this team now, is the kind of team that could win anywhere. They could go into a tough venue, and with with, with, with the ballers, like guys with with the, the toughness, the shooting, like they're not, there's no gimmicks now. The Knicks could roll into, I, I really believe, any venue and win a series.
5: I, I have a question. I know we got a break yeah. you even behind. I have a question about the Knicks and what this could mean uh as far as regular season goes oh. for this team. Hit okay you with that on the other side. We're going to have to postpone game 5. What? What? What do you mean postpone? Yeah, we're going to have game to postpone five. game 5. I mean, the Knicks made a big trade here, a deadline Like day. a rain delay or a postpone. rain out? No, no, no. Well, not rain out. Okay. I mean, the game will be postponed. Meaning later? Uh, or, you I mean, know, we, is the tarpon? That's what us. I'm trying to figure out. We could maybe do that. Uh, what time do we have? Oh, no, we have dice at 1. We have to postpone it until tomorrow. <sighs> I know. Right. I want to play it, too. but we uh, I, I got it. it. We of got course. too much Listen, going on. It's
4: the Knicks. I got you. 877 6666.
3: Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. All right,
4: 1149 back on the fan. BT and Sal here. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, think about all the discussions we've had this offseason, the Mets and the Yankees, and this obviously pertains to the Knicks here. If you missed it, they added. A really good scorer, good shooter, Bogdanovich, and uh, Alec Burks coming back here. Didn't give up a ton, uh, except Grimes. A couple of second-round picks, Malachi Flynn, Fournier's $19 million expiring deal. are better. Nobody can debate that. But what you love about this, Sal, is that they built it prudently, you know, at their pace, and they brought in like-minded players to fit their coach, when their coach, eh, at least perceptually in the court of public opinion, when 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 Tibbs's seat was getting a little bit hot, they ignored the noise like so many other Nick, you know, mm-hmm. presidents and iterations didn't, and they basically ignored us. All right, or those of you who thought Tibbs could, should get fired, and they just kept plowing through slowly and methodically. Add here, add there, make a great signing in Brunson, and now these additions again give them more of a chance to do something special.
5: Yeah, and I think they can get to A-Finals. I felt that way before. I think, look, I'd rather have Murray, and maybe that would have been more of a championship piece. But this team right now, you look at it, they're deep. The East, I don't trust the Sixers, even though I know they got healed today. Yeah, buddy, not, Yeah, I mean, they need to get physically healed with Joel and Embiid before I take them seriously. You know, the Bucks have gone backwards since hiring Doc Rivers. Cavs are good, but, you know, I mean, that's... Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, Celtics are a better team than the Knicks are, but the better Pacers, team doesn't always win. They Pacers lost. Is dangerous. Pace good, whatever. It, it'll be fun. It'll be tough. But the Knicks have as good a chance of anybody else to get through the East. I don't know about the West. Clippers look you know, significantly better than the Knicks. And maybe some other teams as well. You throw Denver in there. Uh, what I was going to ask you before, though, so regular season now, what's been the one knock on Tibbs since he's been here consistently?
4: Uh, not resting guys enough.
5: Do you think that this move will change that because they are significantly... Like, it's one thing if you don't want to play Miles McBride in the postseason or she's yeah. on the bench in the postseason and you want to limit minutes for whoever it may be. But right now, like, Burks and Bogdanovich, they're here to play. And, and by the way, Bogdanovich, maybe he does start over DiVincenzo. Who knows? But DiVincenzo's going to get minutes. Burks is going to get minutes. Hart's going to get minutes. I think Achua's going to get minutes. Do you think that this move, and as deep as they are now allows Tibbs or will Tibbs now will will limit some of the minutes of Brunson of Randall of his top guys in the regular season
4: Mm. um you know in a lot of ways I think at least short term the decisions made for him because guys are hurt right so until OG's back you know you're gonna roll Bogdanovich out there 30 minutes Mm -hmm. whatever it might be um you know I would think certainly Brunson's gonna be out I think a couple of games who knows with him he wouldn't be surprised if he plays tonight yeah but you know, I, I probably would be cautious here, and I could see Burks, who won't be in uniform tonight, playing more point guard. But but like if everybody was fully healthy now, it would be very hard for him to distribute minutes in a way that was able to maintain the chemistry that they already have, and then incorporate the new guys to further enhance the chemistry. Is Hart losing minutes here? Um, he he could. He's
5: I mean, we'll do the, the math. Yeah. Do, do, do yeah. the math. If if everybody's healthy, and we're talking about postseason here, and, you know, Tibbs is going to have a short rotation, as he should, like what are we looking at? Divincenzo. I mean, you're not going to take minutes away from him over heart. No, Hart. no. Okay. no. So, assuming he doesn't, you want to say Bogdanovich starts? Fine. Divincenzo's going to I don't give think.
4: Bogd- I thought about this during the break. I think that Divincenzo continues to start. Okay, I don't so think Bogdanovich will.
5: That's fine. So Divincenzo, we had him initially mm. listed at the or Whatever. I mean, you said Bogdanovich is averaging 20 a
4: game. He is. You know, but I still think that okay. he comes off the bench. the way, be wrong.
5: One of those guys is going to start. The other is going to be a main cog off the bench. Absolutely. Burks is going to be a main cog off the bench.
4: Don't know about that part, but keep going. So, I'll huh? circle back to Burks. I'll tell you why in a minute. Keep As got more
5: of a backup point guard? More
4: of a backup point. you got to remember, too, his personality is such where he's such a team guy, which is one of the reasons why Tom Thibodeau loves him. He's going to accept whatever role he has. Right. He's not going to be clamoring for See, minutes. here's
5: the problem I have with him. While he can be a combo guard, a swing guard, whatever, I don't trust him with the ball in his hands. Remember the situation we are talking about where I didn't trust McBride? Postseason crowd getting loud. You're mm-hmm. down six or seven. Game teetering. Brunson needs some rest, whatever it may be. You got to give him five minutes into the third quarter. Yeah, I don't trust Burks to be a point guard. He's not a natural point guard in that spot. Well, so uh, who's take? Who's filling that role? It's him. That's what he's doing. It, it, it is him.
4: I didn't trust him the last time he was in that situation when you had uh, you know a young pup R.J. Barrett, right? Uh, a less refined Randall. Uh, still a little sloppy. I, I, I would trust Alec Burks a whole lot more if you've got, you know, this version of Randall, Adanobi, and the players around him. He's going to have to do less. I don't think it'll be okay. much of an issue. I'm, oh, I'm fine been, with him. I,
5: anyway, so the point is, who's losing minutes here? Maybe
4: hard. I think your first guess was probably your most accurate one. While he's a good player and an impact the very player. Good. very good. Can't shoot like those guys. He's the worst shooter of the group. He's a facilitator more than anything else. Rebounds, hustles, love him. He's not a good shooter. Streaky, Achua? I mean, yeah, one of those, a true, it's gonna be yeah. one of those two guys. probably, well,
5: right, you're not, you're not gonna. It,
4: it is. It's Chua is interesting because he's played. You know, he's the a f- player the man. front court, like they. I know. So that we know Mitch is not back yet. He's going to be Hartenstein's been a revelation, but phenomenal. So I and Sims is just he's not it. I think that and I think a Chua is still gonna find the way. I think his money spot on a really good team, Precious Achua, is between 17 and 22 minutes, and I think that's what he'll get.
5: Well, somebody's going to be losing minutes here. Yeah, probably Hart. Yeah. so Especially in the postseason, we talk about shortening the rotation, which is why I say, oh, well, they have depth now. Now would be the time. And I'm not an advocate of this. I'm not a minutes, please. I love the Tibbs plays these guys. You're a basketball player. Play. You, yeah. you want your good yeah. players to play as simple as that. Get them ready for the postseason where you need them to play 38 minutes A night. Mm -hmm. So, I'm out of minutes, please. However, this does give them the luxury to to do that. And he's going to have
4: to juggle it and and manipulate it. And, you know, I I trust that he will. It might not be easy right away. But, uh, Jimmy's at Old Bridge. BT and Sal on the fan. What's up, Jim? Hey, I just
6: want to talk about the trade. Thanks for having me. You got it. So, I got one question. Does Buck play the two? Or is he primarily a
5: forward? He's more of a forward. Because Mike... Forward. That's what I thought. Yep. Well, on this That's team, thought, so. W- so where's he playing though? I mean... Probably forward. Probably more forward. Right. Bogdanovich? So, I mean, it's main, a little bit of both.
6: The main point of getting him because they're concerned about whether uh, Randall or OG is going to be able to come back?
4: I don't think so. I-, I know the OG stuff is odd. It really is. It's odd. The Randall stuff was just blunt force and looks like we dodged a bullet and I would think that he'll be fine. Now, even if... And I did. So I don't want to bore you, but like I, I did a bit of a medical deep dive into what OG's dealing with here, dude. Even if he have to, have, even if he's got to have like micro, um, arthroscopic surgery, he's fine. But you know, it, I, it, it could complicate what seed they get. But round one of the playoffs, OG's going to be ready to go. Well, they need him to before go. that. They,
5: they need him and Randall. Otherwise, it doesn't matter who they got here. Bogdanovich means nothing. Burks means nothing if Randall and OG are not fully healthy here. I am curious to see, though, how they they work those minutes. And even if it's the starting five, keeping it the way that it is with Randall, OG, coming back healthy, DiVincenzo, how they work the minutes then with some of these guys. I know it's positionless basketball, but still.
4: Yep, that sounds a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. And I think that your hard guess, I think that that's probably the one that I would circle. I think you nailed it the first time. All right. That's up to Tibbs. That's why we pay him. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it back. Steps up. Teams one down the
7: middle of the field. Into the end zone. And Nick makes the catch for the touchdown. He went up with the big hands and caught it another Hail Mary. And the final play.
3: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
4: Oh yeah, let's go. Top story of the day, that big New York Knicks energy flowing through the city. They are giving us a chance. Yep. So, you gotta understand big picture. I mean, obviously, the trade today... I love it. They Didn't give up a ton. They got better. That's the most blunt, short assessment. But, like, what they've done here. So, that you get OG. I know there's a report. We'll get back to OG in a minute. But, you get OG. You bring in Bogdanovich. You bring in Alec Burks. Alec Burks. You don't give up a first-round pick to get any of those three players all very, very good, above-average NBA players, right? All the... All the picks they've accrued are there for the summer, so they can still strike and make that big, big deal. Which they have to, by the way. Yeah, they will.
5: You can't keep hoarding these first-round picks. (sighs) Drive me up a wall. Get rid of them. My OCD. Too many first-round picks. Get them out. Uh,
4: By the way, they have now repaired the seemingly irreparable damage Mm -hmm. done to the relationship with Clutch Sports. That happened very quietly last week. Oh, yeah, by the way, they had, I think, inarguably, based on how good he is and the money that he makes, the most astute, amazing... A free agent addition the Knicks have ever had in Jalen Brunson. They got another all-star, and he's a superstar. They got another all-star a couple of years back in Julius Randle. This team, everything that they did wrong this century, they have reversed it. And I know that this isn't true. A little hyperbole, what I'm about to say, but I'm saying with a smile. Now it seems like everything that they do is right. It's amazing.
5: They have done an incredible job building the team now. To the point before about O.G. Ananobi and Ian, uh, Ian Begley of SNY, you heard uh, Bogus just mention this here. I'm going to read the tweet from Begley, BT, because this makes, I guess it's, it makes a little more sense, but it's also alarming to a certain extent. So Ian Begley of SNY covers the Knicks said that he was told there's uncertainty and concern around O.G. Ananobi and his injury, which has factored into the Knicks trade deadline approach. Uh, He heard Ananobi had been making progress late last week, but he's missed games since then. Knicks yesterday changed injury description from the elbow inflammation to burn spur, a bone spur uh, irritation. So point is concern about Ananobi, which makes why no Bogdanovich can help and be a shooter, obviously, but they can't win without Anna. Like they can't win seriously without Ananobi. You need
4: him. You need him to check the team's best score because uh, Bogdanovich is an absolute turnstile on defense. Now, the bone—what do they medically term it? A bone bone, bone spur? spur
5: inflammation? Okay, is that what, or irritation? I'm sorry. All right, bone spur irritation. As opposed to elbow inflammation, it is
4: now bone spur irritation. Please, people, hear me, because I I understand how some idiots will misinterpret. Please understand that I know that I'm a physical nobody,
5: but I had this procedure. You didn't, yeah, but you didn't. You're not a professional athlete.
4: I know, I know, (laughs) and I'm
5: not. But
4: I had this (laughs) procedure.
5: You didn't didn't play in the NBA. No, no. no. All right, and
4: well, after I had the Tommy John, you know, things were you know still a little crooked and, and bent up in the elbow, and I had a bone spur. Okay. So I had a second procedure about 2 years after the Tommy John. So a bone spur, it's as basically as a, a bone spur is basically a floating fragment of a bone that that chips off and causes some inflammation by either adhering itself to a ligament or a tendon that causes a sharp pain or could even lock up on you on occasion. All right, I think Ian's great. I think he's well-sourced. Well, that's
5: yeah, it's coming from the Knicks, or whatever his Understood. source is,
4: so I, it's good information. 100%. I'm not worried about OG at all. This okay. is nothing well, that that's, is bad.
5: That's nice, but the Knicks were. Well, well... That doesn't it, worry it, you a little bit? No,
4: not at all. No.
5: Unless, the Knicks, it, may, he, I mean, he's reporting with, as you said, good info. We're sure. the guys that we trust. Yeah. Good info that the Knicks altered their deadline approach based off of concerns about mm-hmm. OG. But they concern. didn't
4: alter it radically enough where I'm like, oh, man, look, they gave up two first-round picks. They gave up nothing. I don't so even what care did they about really the revise?
5: picks. Like, I'd rather give up the first-round picks. I'd rather have Not a better return.
4: Not for Bogdanovich and Burks. No, no, I'd rather save them for the summer. No, no. I think now, I, w- w- do I wish it was a non-shooting elbow? Sure. But even worst uh. case, if it is truly a bone spur, you go in with the team doctor, they, they zap off that little spur that's mm. attached to the tendon that's causing the inflammation, and you're fine. I mean, literally weeks. Okay.
5: Uh, so you're they fine. do it now. I mean, they gotta figure it yeah. out. But it is concerning anyway when we expected him to be back, you know, immediately. Like they were like, oh, he's day-to-day. Basically, it was day-to-day.
4: Mm-hmm. And now it's been weeks. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's a little odd. Or I thought it was odd then, but now that they they re- they They changed the terminology around the injury. Now it makes total sense.
5: I mean, they are deep enough to with, like, obviously, you never want injuries, but I feel like they're in a better position now than they were certainly before to withstand some of these injuries. But the reality is, like, what they do so well, especially what OG did specifically, you know, being a great defender, knocking down three, half of that is gone if he doesn't play, even with Bogdanovich being
4: here. All right, Sal, let's get to the Knicks fans here. I know you guys are pumped up. Maybe wanting more, maybe fully set with where we are and where the Knicks are, 877-337-6666. BT and Sal here on the fan. All right, we're inside of our Town Fair Tires studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine nobody beats town fair tire nobody and we did push back game five postponed a so little. tomorrow you think yeah the tarp is on the field we got a busy next day you know, yeah, we'll I know. tomorrow we'll squeeze it well, in. we could
5: do next week just push it back but you rather do tomorrow
4: my bullpen isn't tatters here after losing two straight doesn't really matter <laughs> it doesn't matter okay. we'll see either tomorrow or or early next week probably tomorrow i would think mike's a new rochelle what's going on mike
6: Yeah, I was looking forward to that, man. I think that was a great... I don't know whose idea that was with the baseball card. Yeah. I
5: I, I hate to not do it, but what are we supposed to do? I do want to do it, actually. I I don't want to postpone it. We got Uh, to postpone it. Make up your
6: mind. I got to go to work tonight. But anyway, (laughs) um, listen, we came into the deadline looking for somebody to spell uh, Brunson, you know, give him some time on the bench, relax his knees, but also... A, a player that could guard, a point guard, and also create. And that's not it. This, this guy's not it. I mean, he, he makes R.J. Barrett look like Who? Allen Iverson. Who does? He is slow. Who? Bert, he is too slow. Yeah, I know. He is I'm too with you. slow. Dude, solid. Malcolm you Brockton said, is slow. Bert? When you guys were just talking about it, when you first came on the air, I was doing, like, my third stop, and then um, B.T. brought up Burt. I was like, no, nah, no, no. I, I just – you don't think they could have made the same package for maybe Ben Whitty or Brogdon? I'm sure even they tried. See,
5: see, that's the problem. I, like, if you rank, I'm with you, wanted. Mike.
6: That's what, that's what I wanted, if you know, something that could create.
5: If you mm-hmm. rank so, Brogdon, you know, Brown, I got you, Mike. forget about um, Murray or even DeRozan. Brogdon or Brown are better than Burks. That's my issue here. Again, I think it's a solid trade, and it is an upgrade, and it does make them deep. But there were about four players better, more impactful than Burks that they could have gotten.
4: Yeah, I, I could co-sign that, although I'll say till the show's over, you, you are so sleeping on Burks. You're sleeping Man. on him. You're not showing him any respect. You're Dude, sleeping on the guy.
5: I, I watched him. Brogdon's slow.
4: He doesn't create an a fast yeah, But, but pace. that's not what he's
5: going to do. is going to knock down threes. At least he excels at one thing. Burks, to me, is going to be asked to be a... Backup. A facilitator. Yeah, well, a backup well, point guard, yeah. essentially. I mean, what, three minutes here, three minutes there? Uh, whatever deal. it is, I just don't trust him with the ball in his hand. I'm okay I didn't, with that. I didn't I really then, am. and I certainly don't now. Really? I, I, I think he's an okay piece off the bench. That's all but, he is on this team, right, though. Right, but there were
4: better pieces off the bench. But we don't know what they wanted. Right. I mean, you know, it takes two to trade. Well, well, I think
5: to I'm Sure, Ian, Leon
4: did his homework and his due diligence. Right.
5: But if you do the math, according to Ian's tweet and information, maybe they felt that this was the best deal combined, getting maybe. Burks. Okay. Well, they know, well, maybe Brown would be better for us or Brogdon would be better for us, but we'll take a little less with Burks if we could get Bogdanovich as well and shore up some insurance behind OG.
4: That's an interesting thought. I'm sure that you know by by throwing them both together, it was more appealing to the Pistons. But I'm I'm listen. I'm not sitting here saying it's a home run. You know, home run is you know in the eyes of many the Murray coming.
5: Right. We love the trade eleven forty at twelve fifteen. It's like eh, no, I not like them. it.
4: <laughs> I like it more than Sal. I do. I you know I just the minutes are going to be tricky. You got to get these guys back and you got to maintain the chemistry that you have and then build on it with some new pieces. But I. I think the players they brought in will buy in, and I think they'll fit nicely. Matt's up in Peekskill. Matty, BT and Sal, what's going on?
6: Doing all right. How y'all doing? What's up, Matt? PT, Good, love Matt. You. Sal, I want to say, you know, we had our little beef when I first called in, but I want to give you prayers and, um, you know, blessings for your family. Love you. Love everything you bring to the show. You guys are amazing.
5: Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that very much. We appreciate it. That's All right. good stuff.
6: All right. Uh but about the Knicks, these trades are fantastic. I don't know if you remember when Alec Burke was on the team, he was our backup point guard I whenever Albert Payton would come off the pay, off the uh, off the um off the floor before we got Derrick Rose when we started making the playoff push. So I am so happy to get him back. He's a forty percent three point shooter. Yep. And then we get this guy. Bojan Bogdanovich. He can hit everything. He is super crafty off the dribble. He can hit threes. He can rebound. He can step in for either OG or uh, Randall. He can step in um with the starting lineup because he's such a good shooter. He opens up so many different things. Like these are the two biggest trades that we could have gotten because it really um solidifies the lineup. Across the board, you said we're 11 deep. Well, you counted up the, uh, the 11 players that we now have with Deuce McBride, with with Julius, with OG. And now we got Bojan, and we got somebody off the bench who can handle the ball, who can pass it, who can play defense and knock down threes. Suddenly it opens up all this space for Julian Brun- Ju- Ju- uh, Jalen yeah. uh, Brunson. And Julie and Julius Randle, these are both going to open up space yep. for for both of the superstars. Let me so add one thing. I, I understand yes, what
5: sir. you. I understand what you're saying, Matt. And thank you for the kind words. I really do appreciate them. It means a lot. So so thank you for that. The, the one thing that he said there, and I'm not knocking, we both like to trade, and I agree with a lot of what he's saying. But remember when he goes back to Burks when he was first here, he was the backup point guard. Mm-hmm. And then they got Derrick Rose, and they became what after they got Derrick Rose? Better. Better. Because oh. Burks didn't have that role. So Burks to me was always a, he reminded me a little bit of Starks. And I'm not trying to compare the athleticism, but Burks to me was an erratic two-guard. Now maybe he's a more consistent shooter. It's not accurate. Yeah, he's not to erratic. me that's what he reminded me. Erratic, erratic player, turning the it ball erratic over. in terms
4: of efficiency because he is no, efficient. I, just, I
5: didn't, I didn't trust him. Uh-huh. He was erratic as far as he. I like consistent, you know, solid, stable performers. Burks, one night would hit, you know, score twenty five, and maybe the next night give you ten, and and just be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. He was erratic. He was not a a solid point guard, and his role here is going to be a. Back-up point guard, essentially. I didn't like him in that role the first time.
4: So the first time he was here, and and I would encourage you guys if you're not, I think I think most Nick fans, I, 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 I don't know, eighty percent. I think most of you understand like the move. I, I do. I think that most of you like it as much as I do. You can't Sal not like it. it. Yeah, you can't not like it. But you were, just don't like it. You don't like it as much as me because well, it hurts. Well, no, that's not true. There were better moves to be made. If the other team was willing to move off the
5: players, I'm, it, not, I'm not faulting the next there. Well, I'm just saying that there were better players out there yeah, to potentially
4: get. That That's would, all that it okay, is.
5: I, I, I'm not even knocking them for
4: not getting them. Yes.
5: I'm saying there's a little level of
4: disappointment because there were better players that were rumored to be available. Understood. So I, I got that part. But disassociate yourself from any perception of Burks the first time mm-hmm. because the role is going to be different. And most importantly, the team is different. I just went to a box score from that Hulk series. Yeah. All right. First of all, you had sloppy Randall at that point. You had Taj Gibson who played thirty-five minutes.
5: Jeez. Bullock. He was good that year, though. No, nah, I respect Taj. Yeah. He's an
4: OG, but yeah. you know, what? much I know. respect. Bullock played forty minutes Regime in the Bullock. closeout game, dude. Yeah. Forty. Uh, obviously, Derek. R- a young R.J. Barrett Look played at the forty. Talent discrepancy. That is unbelievable. Well, this, this is where I'm going. Yeah. R.J. Barrett was a, was a pup. You know, just out of the kettle, you know, not even peeing on the paper yet, just peeing everywhere. 40 minutes. Toppin played 10 minutes. Nerlins Noel played 16. Quickly was a pup. He played 13 minutes. How was Alec Burke supposed to look good? Just like how was Randall supposed to look good? That's what I'm saying. Understood, but I'm not,
5: I just wanted a solid backup point guard. He's not nice, that. He's you. a different player. He's going to be a better scorer than a solid backup point guard. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a veteran. Hey, look, it's fine. I just want a little bit more.
4: Anthony on Long Island. BT and Sal here on the fan. What's up, Ant? How you doing today? Gentlemen, all hail King Rose. There <laughs> yeah, we I mean, go. Yeah, get him. that crown, Licata. No,
5: no. no. That's crown the, the crown. Reserved. The crown's reserved. That, that he's, done guy. More, he's
4: done more for the Knicks in a day than uh, Cohen's done for the Mets in five years. Four years. Well, i I, I want to say this. This is an
6: amazing trade for a couple of reasons. And if you guys give me a second, I'll i I'll try to be as quick as possible. Go for it. But, uh, Bogdanovich, probably the best shooter we've had since Novak, right? And not a lot of Knicks fans will give Novak credit. But if you go back and you go look at what Novak did for that team, yep. he, he spaced the floor. And I'm not worried about OG because it's a bone spur. Like, like uh, BT said, he could get that. He could be out for two weeks, be back in three weeks. Really not worried. Yep. What this, what this does, though, is it gives you four to five above-level defenders that can guard anybody on the Celtics, from OG to Josh Hart to to Alec Burks. I'm not asking Alex Burks to drop 20 points a game. I'm, I'm asking Alec Burks to hold on to the ball, facilitate it to who he needs to pass it to, well. and – and just, just enjoy the ride, boys, because it's going to be a long one. Ooh, 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 ooh. and
5: I hope it is. I guess.
6: You know, the, the
5: thing you have to respect most about Rose is the discipline here, is not letting the outside noise impact anything. Now, he hasn't hit on everything. Evan Fournier was a d- disaster. Yeah. Kemba Walker uh, taking Obi Toppin, not a good pick. So there were some misses here along the way. But the fact that the Knicks now have, and I just saw NBA Buzz tweet this out, give them a pop because they're the one who made me think of this. They now have 11 first-round picks from this year to, 2000, uh, to 2030 with the intention of potentially trading for a superstar or cap space to sign that superstar. Like, nothing he's done has even ruined nothing. the idea of getting another star. Like, they're not hampered by anything. They don't have bad contracts. No, no. They, a matter of fact, they gave Campbell Walker and Evan Fournier, like, they made a mistake. And they were able to ride that out and still win.
4: I think they had to give up a pick to get out of the uh, Kemba. The, the, the Kemba deal, right, but, but so still, what? That's and, okay.
5: And Fournier basically sat on the bench for the last couple of years, eh. and whatever they ate it, and were good last year, won a playoff round without yeah, him. Yeah. Realize their mistake, and you you know use it to make a trade this year to make them better. So, man, what a turnaround! Leon Rose has been brilliant, He's King been a Leon. Genius. Uh No, King Cohen is King better. Leon, let's come up with something something better for Leon Rose. But he, whatever it is. He deserves it because he's been – he is the best general manager in town right now or the best president, whatever you want to say.
4: As I said last week, the Knicks are the best-run franchise in the city, and today there's just more evidence as to why. They just know what they're doing. There is a plan. They are methodical in their pursuit of plans. You know, they don't get antsy. They don't get desperate. They are just – they're in lockstep, man. It they, be nice if you actually talk to the really media. Impressive
5: be nice if you talk to the media once in a while. You know, I, I hear you. I'm not I, asking for a lot. I Can hear you Can you give, like, that. a State of the Union once a year even? Well, well, not yeah. just sitting down with Mike Green. Like, talk to the actual media. Some real media. questions.
4: I, I'm not going to disagree on that because, you know, the media is the liaison to the fans. You know, I get it. I love it when, when teams, and presidents, GMs, they sit there, whether it's Shane, whether it's Douglas, whether it's Cashman, whether it's uh, Billy Eppler before he moved out. Like, that matters. Cohen, Hal. But you know what? Isaiah Thomas talked every day. I know. I'd rather not hear a peep. Ultimately, it doesn't mean anything. I just said it would be nice. I hear you. Then it would be perfect. Is yeah, that right? I mean, there'd be nothing to complain about. All right. 877 337 6666 BT and Sal on the fan.
3: Let's talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
4: It's BT and Sal, Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata on the fan. We've got the uh, coming up. We'll get back to the Super Bowl stuff. Nick's obviously a big story today with a couple of the trades. The deadline is a three. Right now they'll call their number 10, 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. That's your chance to win uh, a hand and stone massage and facial spa gift card. Love, pamper, repeat this Valentine's Day at your local hand and stone massage and facial spa Get a free massage or facial gift card when you buy a spa package. Visit any one of 80 New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut area hand-and-stone locations. Also a heads-up, 30 minutes in studio, the Dice Man. And we might be taking some calls. Talk some Knicks. Yeah. I'm sure uh, he bumped into some old Knicks back in the day when the Dice Man was on the come-up. Little Ewing's and Stark. Maybe uh, they went to go see a show. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's see if he's a big Knicks guy. Either way, we'll have some fun. Uh, All right, right now on the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Nick Costos. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today. That's the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet pod for more of Nick's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your pods. Uh, Nick, it's BT and Sal. Hopefully you're doing well. And we got to know, bud, this was a passionate debate today. Are you a Brock Purdy guy or no?
2: uh great to be on with you guys here live from uh live from las vegas where like the the sun's finally out i felt like a post-apocalyptic movie leaving new york and coming to vegas i haven't seen the sun in like three weeks so the sun's finally out which is uh which is absolutely awesome uh yeah i i think purdy's really good vt the one thing that i would say about purdy the discourse about purdy that's gotten so weird to me is that you know if he plays well he's joe montana and if he plays not well He's Jim Truck And, like, there's no in-between. Like, it can't just be Brock Purdy's, like, really good. He's not as good as, like, Mahomes and Josh Allen. It can't just be that. It either has to be he's the greatest of all time or the worst quarterback of all time. I think he's 22-4 and four as the starter, starting the Super Bowl on Sunday. Like, the debate as to whether or not Brock Purdy is good or not is over. Like, he's good. Just that, like, is he Mahomes-level good? Like, he he's not but he could definitely be good enough to win the Super Bowl on Sunday, so I guess that makes me a Brock Purdy guy, even if I don't think he's like a top five quarterback in the league.
5: No, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that makes you a Purdy guy, because I agree with you, and people are saying, I hate Brock Purdy. He's a fine player. He's good. The results of Sunday's game, to me, do nothing of how I view Brock well, Purdy. Well, I mean, really? If he yes. throws for
2: 350 yards and three touchdowns and wins the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. you won't feel hey, differently oh, about him?
5: Oh, oh yeah, he's going to throw 350 yards and throw three touchdowns. How
2: many does he have exactly in the postseason so far? i thought, but, I only, but what you said is that there's nothing he can do, and I'm saying if he throws for 300 yards in the game, you won't say, like, oh my god, like this guy's absolutely awesome. I will,
5: I, will, I will actually say, finally, a real performance from Brock Purdy. Maybe that's what we're looking to see here in a consistent basis. I haven't seen that in the postseason. I think he's a good quarterback. I just think he's okay. Like, Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl as well. Jared Goff threw for 30 touchdowns as well. Jared Goff won two postseason games this year as well. I mean, he was a hair away from bringing a second franchise to a Super Bowl. Why is Brock Purdy being talked about as potentially Tom Brady and 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 people dismiss Jerry Goff like he's some scrub.
2: I well that that part I'm like completely in agreement with you on. I think Jerry Goff is, is is like underrated at this point in his career for sure. But I mean, look like the answer to that question why Purdy gets compared to Brady is like it's like the career arc is like slightly similar at this point, like minus the Super Bowl which may happen on Sunday. Obviously, not the same situation. No Mo Lewis situation uh, without with Bledsoe. Obviously, like we saw with the Patriots back in 2001. But that's where it comes from. Like seventh round, sixth round draft pick. Um, I don't think any of us think Purdy will be Brady. But I mean, could be a Super Bowl champion after this Sunday.
5: Yeah, and what do you think here, Nick? I mean, I'm sure you've broken down this game every single way. Uh, I saw you uh, tweet out a funny clip with you and Baldy talking about how oh, Kyle Shanahan doesn't like you.
2: Yeah, they... listens to you better, you bet, and thinks I'm an idiot. I thought that was great. I loved it.
5: And and he's not alone. Uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> but... <laughs> Just kidding. You know, and was he, he like... drunk? By yeah. the way, yeah. was he drunk? My uh,
2: my my wife agrees with you guys. Yeah. By the way, so, <laughs> so yeah. we talk about
5: Purdy and what this game could do for him. I, I feel like there's a lot more on the line for Kyle Shanahan here choking away a big one, a 28-3 as the offensive coordinator, obviously losing to the Chiefs years ago, back here again. Do you think Shanahan could actually get this done and win a big game here?
2: Yeah, so can he? Like, yes, Um. I, I bet Kansas City in the game. And I think, you know, I, I'll always be honest with you guys in the audience. I would have – so as far as the game is concerned, like the game with the Niners and the Chiefs on Sunday – I think out of any of the matchups that we could have gotten off of Championship Sunday, this is like the best football game. And I think it makes it really hard to predict. Like, I would have had stronger betting thoughts on any of the other matchups from Championship Sunday than this particular one with San Francisco and Kansas City. Now, kind of like the content shtick that I've been doing this week, and I, and I think it, it makes sense. I don't know if you guys were fans of the TV show Lost when it aired. Yeah, back yeah the first end. couple of years. Yeah. I was into it early, so, yeah. Yeah, so, like, goes off the rails, obviously, after the first couple seasons. But I loved the trope that they did with, like, Locke and Shepard, like, man of science, man of faith. Like, one is based, like, believes things based in evidence, and the other is more, like, blind faith that he thinks something is going to happen. So I think if you're, like, a man of science, right, and you going off of math and off of power ratings, right, and what teams have been rated as all year, DVOA, EPA, all this nonsense, whatever, it leads you towards the San Francisco 49ers. Like, the Niners... Are a better team, one through 53 than Kansas City. They've been rated better than Kansas City all season. And I think that's why you see like all the big bets that get posted on social media, like X person plays 500 grand on Niners money line. Not that there aren't big bets on Kansas City, but you see more on San Francisco is because I think those people are like determining that San Francisco should probably be like a three point favorite in the game. Like San Francisco should actually be a bigger favorite. And then there's the, the man of faith part, right? And I think this is where it kind of I land which is okay, all of that's great. San Francisco can run the ball in the game on the Kansas City defense. San Francisco's a better roster than Kansas City. Also, I get like the best player of all time at the quarterback position. And I'm willing to go down with Patrick Mahomes. I'm willing to lose betting on Patrick Mahomes. And at the end of the game, if the game is close, and I anticipate it will be, I would much rather have my money on Mahomes. So it's like better quarterback in the game, Mahomes. Better head coach, they're both great. I think you have to side with Andy Reid. And better defense in the game is definitely, definitely Kansas City with with Spags, obviously, Giants legend calling the shots. So it's not like my most confident bet of the season, but I have bet the Chiefs give me Kansas City and Mahomes to win the Super Bowl on Sunday.
4: Okay, so we're talking to Nick Casas, BT, and Sal. Yeah. Um, he, You know, he hasn't quite looked the same this year as Andy Reid. Um, he's coached brilliantly. It just looks like he's laboring a little bit, and I don't know. Is obviously a read from a long distance. If they have, you know, an emphatic win, is is there any chance that that he hangs it up? Maybe surprisingly after the game.
2: So I, I've talked to like a bunch of people like in the league while I'm here this week, and like I, we have asked them that question, right? It's like, and Kelsey also, like, if they win, will Kelsey yeah. retire yeah. as well? And kind of like the the consensus opinion, and I've, I've I've been a little, and BT, I think you'll be surprised by this. Based on the way you frame that question, and I happen to agree with you, by the way, is that Reed and Kelsey would both come back next year, if, even if they won the Super Bowl this year. With the thought being, like, they know that as long as number 15's the quarterback, they're always going to be in contention to win a Super Bowl. So, I. I, I was kind of of the opinion that I thought both might retire if the Chiefs went mm. on Sunday. It feels like both would be back next season. Not guaranteed. I got but you. That's like, but that's like the consensus opinion that I've been able to draw.
4: You know, we had Boldy uh, on the show earlier this week. I know you mentioned that you chatted with him as well. And when we had him on, it was is Monday, whatever, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday, but certainly earlier in the week. And I was trying to get a sense of what, um, you know, the fan base out there. Because as, as the fans start to pile into said cities, whether it's a Super Bowl, whether it's a Final Four, whatever it might be, you can always usually distinguish fairly fast which fan base is, is is stronger. So who's representing stronger so far? You see more Niner fans or or more Chief fans?
2: Uh, more Niner fans, um, which I think makes sense, right? Closer proximity to like where the to where the city where the team plays, and also like you know we talked about this heading into the Chiefs Dolphins playoff game at Arrowhead, which was in like historic cold temperatures. Where if that let's just say and I I know Detroit plays indoors. Let's say that that game were in Detroit. Like, the stadium would have been packed. Like, the seats would not have been been sold for $4, even at minus 30 degrees. Like Kansas City's, this is the, what the Kansas City's fourth Super Bowl trip in five years, and San Francisco hasn't been to one in the last four years. Not like a grand amount of time compared to some other teams like the Giants or Jets, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think that kind of plays into it as well. So, and, and you heard this at Media Day on Monday night, where the Chiefs get introduced and they are booed roundly by the crowd. Obviously, more Niners fans in attendance. So, yeah, more Niners fans by my estimation this week.
5: Nick, we usually don't do this. We're talking with Nick Costos, BT, and Sal. You know, but it is the Super Bowl. Give me a perfect parlay props player bet, or not even just player, I guess props in general for Sunday. I know you've analyzed it every which way. I know you got all these props, so give me a perfect parlay props bet for Super Bowl Sunday.
2: Uh, a pq the P-3, absolutely love it. Uh, so let, <laughs> let's do this. Um, and like these things don't necessarily correlate, but that, that can be fine. It's how I conceptualize. You ask me the question, I'll answer it. How I conceptualize the game playing out. I think the, pro- and I, li- I like a lot of props for the game. I think one that's a little bit off the beaten path um, would be uh, Debo Samuel rushing yards in this game. Um, the Niners have, sh- in big games, like they are willing to let Debo run the ball. And the thought is usually like, he's a little, he's a great player, but he's injury prone, right? And when he misses time, the offense obviously becomes a lot different. Got hurt in the, on the first drive of the game against the Packers in the divisional round. Like, there's no game next week. Like, the next important game he plays in after Sunday will be in September. So I think you throw the kitchen sink out there. And that's how you can kind of, like, beat this Chiefs defense is by running straight at them. And I think you'll see a lot of that with Christian McCaffrey. And when it's not McCaffrey, I actually think you'll see Debo run the ball here. So Debo's rushing yards prop is 16 and a half. Right. I do like the over. I like the over on Debo Samuel rushing yards. This will be the um, bet square, like Tom best Tommy Lee Jones from the fugitive voice. I don't care. Prop bet of the super bowl. Everyone will be on the Travis Kelsey over receiving yards. Uh, I will be one as well. And everyone can call us public and square and we'll all win when he goes over on Sunday, uh, 70 and a half receiving yards, big player, big game. Uh, first ballot Hall of Fame tight end has gone over in each of the first three playoff games this, uh, this season for the Chiefs over on Travis Kelsey. And you compare that if you would like with just Chiefs to win the game. Uh, I think that is a winning perfect prop parlay coming up for Ooh, Super Bowl. 50.
5: Baby, yeah. I love it, Nick. Nice. How about that? Perfect parlay prop bet. I'm writing them down. I'm going to hold you to that. Great, Great job there, Nick. You got it. BT, you want to rock
2: this? I'm, name,
4: I'm just waiting for Nick to uh, hit us with his uh, oh. little spiel.
2: Oh, I Also, are you are we uh are we pumped about the Knicks or what, man?
4: Oh, dude! Yeah, the the short answer is yes.
2: These trades are awesome. I love I like them. To- Three-point shooting, like, such a problem last year in the Uh playoffs. And now, and and I liked R.J. Barrett, but now, like, you replaced Barrett with Adanobi, obviously. Better three-point shooter and better defender. And now Bogdanovich will be the starting power forward until Randall comes back, and he can obviously shoot the three ball. We've seen Burke shoot the three ball also. Grimes becoming, like, not irrelevant, but, like, less important with the emergence of DiVincenzo. Mm -hmm. I think this is not just, like, a great move for today, which it is, by the way, like, for right now for the Knicks. But playoff time for the Knicks as well, and, and I'll keep saying it, guys, especially with Milwaukee hiring Doc Rivers, who is like, a you know, like, notorious playoff choke artist, and with Joel Embiid getting hurt for the Philadelphia 76ers, the Eastern Conference absolutely wide open. The one thing that I want to see for the Knicks, guys, avoid Philly in the first round in the event that Embiid's back. I think that's problematic, and Nurse, a much better coach than Tom Thibodeau, my opinion there. So that would make me a little nervous. I think this is the Knicks' best best chance since 99 to get to an NBA final.
4: We're fired up, man. No, that's my read as well. Nick, we're late. We got to roll. We're pumped about the Knicks. We're pumped about the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Hit us with your shot. What do you got? <laughs>
2: yeah, wish, wishing everybody minimal sweats when he bets the absolute very best of luck.
4: There you go. Nick Costos. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate awesome you it. Awesome season. Yeah, no doubt. Have a good time out there in Vegas finishing up the trip. Uh, that was our buddy Nick Costos. You better you bet. And Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Nick Costos, of course. Uh, Insider Calls brought to you by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Uh, Dice, I think Dice is actually here. Either way, he's going to be is in the studio. I thought yeah, I heard we're him. Go say
5: hello to our pal. Well, we
4: are. He's going to be here at 1 in studio. We're going to take some calls with Dice today. Obviously, the Super Bowl stuff, the Knicks stuff, and uh, we got it until 2. Then it's Evan and Tiki coming up next on.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl Forty Six. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, right, fifteen and South, 1247
4: here on The Fan. What a difference. I mean, back in the day, you'd sit here and you'd, like, you'd hope for a Hail Mary. With the Knicks that, you know, deep down we knew was irresponsible, that was going to compromise the future and not be good enough nearly to get the Knicks and the champion consideration. But, you know, when you build smartly and you add assets incrementally, you're in a position to make a move or two, a little tweak here, as the Knicks already have, and maybe another one coming with a buyout where you get healthy, they can win it.
5: I remember sitting here in this very seat, talking into this very microphone at very different hours. You know, five years ago, whatever it was, talking about there's light at the end of the tunnel. This was the year before the Knicks drafted Barrett. It was supposed to be Zion or John Morant, and the Knicks were supposed to get the number one pick. They had Porzingis, if I'm not mistaken, and hey, He was still there. So we were dreaming about Porzingis, the number one pick, and mm. potentially Kyrie, KD, whatever. And obviously, that blew to smithereens, where every which way, trading Porzingis, they didn't get the first pick, they got the third pick. KD and Kyrie choose New York, but they choose Brooklyn, New York, as opposed to the Garden. And now here we are, just a few years later, in as good a position as as this franchise has ever been in. I'm not saying that they're better than the 90s Knicks or certainly going back to the championship team of 73, but right now, they're a team that can get to the NBA Finals. They're a team that has a superstar and another star. They're deep. They're well-rounded. They have a good coach. They have the draft picks. They don't have any bad contracts. Like, this is it, dude. This is peak... This, this The window is right now, and maybe for the next few years, but they are in terrific shape.
4: That, that's well said. They really are. It's fun. You know, they're must-watch. The energy is just—it's through the roof. I mean, right now, the Knicks run the city. You know, we talked a lot about the Mets yesterday and the Nimmo stuff and how it seeped into the Pete Alonso stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I've always said— there's multiple ways to build the team. Think about what Sal just said, and and I'm, I'm not looking to get back into Pete now, but I, what I've said myself is, hey, you've lost primarily, mostly with Pete. Maybe there's a better, more effective way to move forward and and win maybe without Pete. And that's kind of the same way. Now, the Knicks got a little lucky with this. Like, Durant and KD said no to them. Mm-hmm. The draft ping, or the percentage, the balls, however they do it now, they fell more favorably in hindsight, than we thought on draft night. We're like, uh, how did we not get Zion? Oh, we didn't get John Moran. We got Barrett, who we like, but we don't love. Well, Barrett's the healthiest of the three, the most stable of the three, and got them OG and some other, you know, were able to do some things. So sometimes it's the most unconventional direction that opens up a world of possibilities. Or the moves
5: you don't make, and not to go over the whole thing again, but even Bryce Harper with the Nationals, right? Like, they wanted to bring him back. They didn't want to lose him, but they weren't going to pay him what he ended up getting from
4: the Phillies. Yep. And what happened? First year. Boom.
5: I mean, think about that.
4: And they, I think they were 19 and 31 at one point before they got hurt. Uh-huh. And it
5: happens. You're right. They were. Right? They started off silly because I remember the Mets did the same thing, but they didn't finish the job. But that happens in sports regularly, BT, where teams lose great players. And are better for it or don't get great players. And that's exactly what's happened with the Knicks.
4: It's fun. Let's get back to you, Knicks fans. Let's go. 877 337 Adam, South Jersey. BT and South. What's up, Adam? What's up, guys? Yep. Merry Knicks. Merry Knicks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right, that works, I guess. finally yeah. fit something okay. there. Yes.
6: Yes, it fits. Hey, listen, I got your nickname for Leon Rose first. You ever see the escape from New York? He yes. the Duke of New York. He is a number one. He
4: is the Duke of New York. He really is, man. Do, I had a question, Adam. Am I, I might be mixing up movies. Is that what Kurt Russell, the old one? Yes, yeah, the okay, first got, one. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, so
6: I think Duke of New York fits him since we don't want to put, you know, the the fake crown on him. We don't want to do that. No, so, no, no. Anyway. The, crowd is, uh, the now, crown is uh, getting dusty. It's, re, it's reserved
5: with the potential to be busted in 15 million pieces if the next offseason is not <laughs> crown worthy.
7: <laughs>
6: Uh, you know, this trade is dynamite. I think it's a little underrated. You know, I think we all know, you know, they got knockdown shooters and three-pointers win in the NBA. And I think it's something else people aren't accounting for, too. These guys are coming from a bad team, playing for nothing. All of a sudden, boom, you're in New York. You're playing for something big. I think they're both going to be super motivated, highly motivated players to play well. And Bogdanovich is a little underrated defensively. His metrics are down a little bit the last two years defensively, but I think that's, again, because he's been on a garbage team, man.
4: I think he comes to a good team. He's
6: motivated. He's long. He's got arm reach. He used to be a good perimeter defender. He'll probably get back to that again. I'd like to know what you guys think about that. Hmm.
4: I mean, listen, Adam, I'm going to tell you, I I can make something up. I'm I'm not studying Bogdanovich's defensive rotations or his defensive acumen or his anticipation. I don't don't know. Uh, He's long. I do think that, you know, when you're in a bad situation – And he's been in a bad situation for a while now. Pistons are are wretched. And somebody's got to score 20-plus points even on a bad team. So you don't need that out of him. You need the shooting. And I I do think he'll be a little bit more locked in, better defenders around him. You know, I mean, he's never going to be a plus guy. Can he be passable? Can he be be salvageable? They brought him in Eh, to shoot, not to defend. Maybe. You know, obviously. He's coming to shoot.
5: I understand that you want to bring, you know, two-way players here. Obviously, with Tibbs, you want to have guys that could defend as well. But Bogdanovich is here because he can shoot. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's that's why they brought him in and because they're worried about uh,
4: Ananobi. Nets made a trade here, BT. The Nets made a trade. There's no way they traded Bridges. Uh,
5: no, 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 no. Um, uh, they got Dennis. Is it Trader? Trader. Yeah. A Shooter. Uh, Dennis Shooter. Oh, yeah, D- the guard. Right, right. He used to be a Laker. Yeah, it was with uh, the Hawks for a little bit. Yep. They Dennis get Schreiter. him for Dinwiddie. Uh, okay. Dennis Win- Smith Jr. Win- also Win- heading Win- to the Raptors, and Thad Young will return. To the nets, so the nets get. If I'm trying to piece this together here, nets get. Uh, how do you say it again? Schrader? Schrader. It's,
4: it's no, it's not Schrader. Oh Jesus, Schrader.
5: Schroeder. It's weird on the back of the jersey. I know. With the little, it's got the little German dots. Yeah, I'm yeah, what exactly. that's called. Not not the Enya. Whatever. That's spat, you know the Schrader. All right, whatever. Nets get Schrader. But didn't Whitty go on the other way? Schrader. Dennis Smith. What is it? Schroeder? Well, he said
4: Schrader. He's out of his <laughs> mind.
7: I'm <Schreuder>. looking it <laughs> oh, up online. I can promise you, it's not Schrader.
4: Schruder. It's Schreuder Dennis Schroeder. So, look at me. Schroeder. And what did Hoff say it was? Schroeder.
8: Dennis Schroeder.
4: Okay, that's that's wrong.
5: No, that's what is that? That's pronounced say it that's again? The, the, the Can you please Google say that again, thing. miss? Can you hit that again?
8: Dennis Schroeder.
5: Dennis Schroeder. That sounds about right. What are you saying it is, BT?
4: Is dice here yet?
5: If I ask you how you say, <laughs> hold on, we're gonna go around the room here. If I ask you how, you're not not our not our boss but the guy here that works here that makes the schedule his name is David what
4: You're asking me yes. first Mayernick
5: Dove Mayernick Marinick Isn't it Marinick and BT by the way you nailed it cuz in the when you said that when you said that name before huh. you have butchered it <laughs> Did I really?
4: <laughs> I love
5: Dave. Yeah, what? My, my, the my, happiest my, my, guy my, my, on the floor. My, my, no, He's always happy. always gives uh, you a pound. Uh, well, I'm just saying you're not. Yeah. Uh, me but neither. But here's what we know think about basketball. We're not great with the pronunciation. Man, are you talking about with it. the pronunciation. No, not think so. you talk
4: about Dave? What? Yeah. <laughs> I I am going to tap out of this moronic What's conversation his What's his point? name again? I've said it five times. And what is it? I've said it five times. Dennis Schroeder. I'm not saying it six. Dennis Schroeder. I tapped out. Hoff? No, not Ricky Schroeder. Schroeder. It's Schroeder. Schroeder, 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 whatever. He's How about that? we have Dice settle the difference? Oh, <laughs> like he's this got weather any idea. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. I don't know who know who go. Ewing is?
5: This, <laughs> 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 this weather forecast is sponsored by Musinex Kickstarter. Can we delete that Like last three minutes? Well, from? You're the one who belabored it. I, want, I wanted to get the guy's name right. I wanted to get the trade out you there, did. but I didn't know his name. Because of and name. apparently, neither does anybody else. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. <laughs> this weather forecast is sponsored by Musinex Kickstart. It's 49 degrees and partly cloudy and should pass 50. Uh,. Should pass 50 both this afternoon. Oh, both this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon as well. That's good news.
3: The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
4: One hundred and three, back on the fan. It's BT Sound, Brandon Tierney, Salacata Show. Dice Man just texted us. He's in Zuber. He's going to be here in a couple of minutes. The Dice Man, running late. Got news for Dice. You'll be interrupted a little bit more this time, buddy. Well, we think. I mean, we'll no, no, it's we no no. no,
5: no. Yeah, is he going to be made fun of as, as much this uh, time? No. Oh, what, with yeah, the, is your face yeah, dropping in the, line? Yeah. Nah. jeez, I don't even
4: want to bring that up. Do you think uh. he forgot? Do you think even, like, nah, he even, like, I don't think that right resonated. He doesn't care. He I don't right think he cares. It. I'm
5: looking forward to his show, though. February 15th at uh, Carnegie Hall. Yes. That's going to be a big deal. Yeah, it is. Hopefully we could uh, both attend that. Obviously, though, BT, topic of the day. We started with Purdy. We'll get it more into the football tomorrow. And it thinks that we had to postpone game 5 of the baseball card ah, World Series. Brutal. Don't worry, it will happen. Hopefully tomorrow we can do game 5. Um, by the way, are you dressing up tomorrow? What what is the deal
4: with that? Are we doing this? The costume's not here yet. I've got the makeup for gold dust.
5: So, if the costume comes today, then we're a go. Oh, it's not it's coming not. today. It's not
4: from Amazon. That's the problem.
5: So, is it oh, Monday do you think it's I safe hope. or no? Okay. I hope. So, we're waiting. I think I got the I got, why didn't you get it from Amazon? They had a, yes. a gold body. What'd you I get? Know. I don't know. Did you get a gold bodysuit? It better be yes. a, a wrestling. It's a leg, so, what did you get? Yeah, I got a freaking <laughs> wrestling suit. I don't want to wear this. You I got want a to clown. Singlet? I got clown makeup, singlet. Yeah. No,
4: you don't have a singlet, do you? I do,
5: but I, yes, but like with a shirt kind of underneath it. Got a it. Color he what it would He had a
4: color and a shirt jacket like he yeah. wore a
5: clown jacket over it. I got the, and the wore a scarf, the too? I mean,
4: jeez, how much of the body no, covered I mean, up here? Look at jacket, look at, look at the pic- a singlet with the shirt underneath. L- look, look at jeez. what
5: doink is. You had a simple one. I'm pretty <laughs> sure because I was thinking you were gonna be, you were gonna choose doink, and I was looking at Amazon and there was like a gold. You know, like body it. It was expensive.
4: Suit. I wasn't wasting money on that. How honestly. much was it? It was like $90, dude, for 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 me to wear for three hours. I can promise on? you I'm never getting dressed up as Gold Dust again. You, this is one and out, man.
5: <laughs> but you could also return it to Amazon. What would you end up spending? I want to know what you got. This better not be some Fugazi costume here. Let me ask you a And question. I come in full gear like a clown <laughs> looking like Doink, and you're in some hair. It better be at least a onesie.
4: Okay, well... He didn't wear a onesie. He, yes, he did. No, it wasn't quite a, like a onesie. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's... Is it a singlet or a it's onesie? It's not a singlet. He didn't wear a singlet. He didn't wear an Andre the Giant singlet. He right. wore like a, a onesie, for lack of a better description. Okay. But let's face it. With gold dust and even with doink, don't you really think it's more about the face? Yeah, don't you? I, I, I guess. I, mean, dude, I, I I'm going to have, have black stripes with gold black lipstick and black eyes. Uh, don't worry. Yeah. I'll look crazy right. enough.
5: Anyway, so maybe next I week. promise. All right. Once the costumes come in, we will hold up our <laughs> right. end of the bargain there.
4: Yes, we will. 877-337-6666. As we await the Dice Man right now, we get back to you. Nick's with a big move. Maybe not the, the massive power flex that many of you maybe thought or hoped for, but no doubt Nick's got better. Julian in Mattawa. What's going on, Julian? How are you? Good,
6: guys. How are you guys doing? We're okay. What's up, What's going on? All right. One thing I'm a little bit uh, confused about with this analysis on Alec Burke is that when he was last playing on the Knicks, he was uh, backup point guard to Alfred Payton. Now he's going to be backup point guard to a guy who's going to probably be still playing 35 to 38 minutes. So I think that needs to be considered as well.
4: Why? What does that have to do with anything? Meaning he'll be exposed less or I'm not sure your point?
5: First of all, I'm confused at what your point is. And second of all, what does it have to do with anything?
6: Well, I mean, he's not going to be the main shock creator. whereas, you know, when he was last on the Knicks, he probably was, you know, more responsible for creating more offense.
5: Correct. He's going to be asked to do less this time, but as a backup yeah, exactly. point guard, I never liked him as a back- It's fine. It's a fine move. There were better moves to be made, and as we said before, BT, I didn't like him as a backup point guard. I think that there were inconsistencies about his game or... Uh, f- What was the word I used before? Now I'm forgetting the freaking uh, word. It's <laughs> no big deal. Erratic. I think he's race, erratic. The erratic It, it, of it game. just, to me, a little bit erratic. Again, he's a nice player. I think he upgrades yeah. the bench. He's an upgrade over Quentin Grimes. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just don't, I never loved, Ber- there was a moment where he was the guy, which was fun, but really, on a good team, Alec Burks could be a, a bench player at best, which on a good team, he's going to be a bench player now. I still don't think he was the best backup point guard option.
4: Yeah, I mean, he's a useful piece. I mean, here's the thing. I The way I look at it, if it was just Alec Burks and nothing else, I'd be sitting here saying, okay, yeah, they got a little bit better. He, he can shoot. He's a, he's a Thibs guy. He fits in with the culture, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to command a ton of minutes, so the chemistry won't be an issue. He'll fit in. Yeah, I would have been fine with it. But it's Bogdanovich as well. Like, this guy... Is a marksman, bro. Right, and they're you know, better. That's, that's it. Novak's name came up in one of the callers like yeah. last hour. And Novak for that fifty-four, never used to do the double yeah, check belt, yeah. the belt thing. I never Steve liked Novak, him. Steve Novak was good. Yeah, no, he wasn't good. He was a good
5: shooter. Oh god. No, no, he wasn't a good. Come on, he was not a good basketball player. He was a good shooter. He was
4: good at the job he was asked to do. Right. Okay. Well, which makes Donovich, him, to I, me a good basketball. player. I hope player. he's
5: better than Novak. Steve Novak wouldn't see the floor on a Tom Thibodeau team. <laughs> Come on, you know that. You are just... Uh, well, no, I'm am, am wrong. Man. He was a shooter. He can't play basketball. Novak was a good shooter. He
4: was an outstanding fit for that team. Come on, dude. Come on. What? Novak was not a
5: good player. He was a good shooter. And he wasn't even... What do you
4: think he shot from three that year? I'm just, I just want to ask you. Uh, I mean, no. I just... I mean... It better be over 50. Well, nobody shoots over 50 yeah, okay, well, well, from, you, from downtown. Well, okay, nobody.
5: If you can't dribble... And mm-hmm. you can't.
4: So, so, so 6'11", yeah, yeah. You can't six eleven, dude. You can't dribble. You
5: can't dribble, you can't defend, can't <laughs> put the ball on the floor to score. All you oh, can do gosh. is shoot.
4: If you're not shooting 50 percent, what good are you? I don't know if we watch the same teams. I'm starting to doubt that. When we the deep, what did we're getting do? to this next stuff what between the Burks and the I, I haven't seen it yet, hold on. I know it was awesome. All right, so yeah, dude. Oh, almost fifty percent. There you
5: go, okay. Forty seven percent which so,
4: led the league. Right. So, I said I, so I said I said he was a good shooter. What part didn't you understand? <laughs> You're all right. I said he was oh, a good Jesus. shooter. He's that, not a good shooter, he's a great shooter. Okay,
5: he's a great That's all shooter. I'm saying.
4: How That's many it. years did he play in the league? You have his numbers up there. Uh yeah. I remember doing his games when he was at Marquette. I remember, actually, against St. John's. That's how long. Uh, his first year was Oh six, 6 yeah. and he hung it up in 2016, 2017. So he bounced around, two with the Knicks, two with the Clippers, three, two with the Rockets at 6, mm-hmm. then seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Played 14 years, dude. Right.
5: He's not Kyle Korver. I mean, that's the point.
4: I'm not saying he's Kyle
5: Korver. Right. He was a poor man's good – he was a good three-point shooter. That was he,
4: To me, he was a poor man's uh, – almost more like almost like a poor man's Brooke Lopez because he was tall. Korver was smaller. Steve Novak was 6'10 and a half, 6'11". Now, Brook is better, but, but see, much better but and, my... and stronger. Right. I see your point. Yeah. I've got Literally all you. he
5: could do was shoot the basketball. I know, but he, yeah. But, which is fine, yeah. but he couldn't do anything else. So you better be shooting your 50% to be useful,
4: mm-hmm.
5: which is what he did. Mm-hmm. Steve Novak, mean, oh my
4: God. Well, I, I mean, mean listen, Steve Novak for that team was was pretty important. He's yeah. pretty fun. Good chemistry guy as well. Uh, John Staten Island, what's going on, John? How are you? What's up, gentlemen? How are you today? Hey. Hey. What's
6: up, John? Nothing much. Uh, love to yourself or whatever your family's going through. Man. Thank you, appreciate that. Um, I have. You're very welcome. I have two points. Number one is a dice man point because I work as a professional actor. I have for the last ten years, and he is very into acting. Have you guys ever seen the movie Casual Sex?
4: Yes. With Leah Thompson. Yep, I have not. Have
6: you that ever had is probably you should ask <laughs> him about that because you should ask him about that because that is basically where Dice was then yeah. to now and it happened when he was at the height of his fame, which I think is really interesting, and he's doing great work on Great Zen, and I know all those guys. Mm-hmm. But I just think He's very into acting. I would love to hear his opinion on that film.
5: I actually do want to. I do want to get into acting with him, assuming we have the time. He's running a little bit late, but we didn't even bring that up last time. But I mean, I would argue he's even a better actor than he was comic, which is he's, crazy. He's a
4: good actor. He is
5: a great.
6: Well, that's what. Actor. That is what he always wanted to do. Yep. But the movie Casual Sex, like Ford Fairlane, he had to be the guy. Yeah, correct. In Casual correct. Sex, he was the love interest. But in the beginning, he is dice. And at the end, he's like a family man.
8: Uh, I remember. I remember. If you
6: look at the history of the whole thing, it's kind of ironic, and I would love to hear his thoughts on that film. As far as the Knicks, I think we all know what has to happen before the trade deadline at three o'clock. I think we all know they have to trade Julius Randle because Jalen Brunson cannot be the leader. And the captain of the team, Uh-oh. Julius Randle,
5: is blocking
8: Uh-oh. him. <laughs> Let's go, Knicks.
5: Well done, Let's Jonathan. Go. Yeah, now if well that were the done. case, then maybe we would say yes. But it's not the case with the Knicks. It is the case with the Mets.
4: That's funny. That's how you listen to the show. Good job, John. We appreciate the call, John. No doubt. No don't doubt. need
5: to revisit that from yesterday. There'll be plenty of time in the offseason here, or as we lead up to the season. Next week, dude? They're going to be out there? Stearns, though, did mention yesterday, I don't know if he was on some podcast or whatever, did talk about Pete Alonzo basically saying they want him back, which is all that we've been that. saying. I did say Yeah, okay, that. well, they're going to let it play yeah. and out. And then offer him a contract. You yeah. want him. Well, I mean, I think that... You know, I he, know.
4: I'm, I'm being somewhat right. facetious, but Point he is, can say whatever he wants. Will he, he'll and, either be here in two years or he won't be.
5: And, and that whether he is or isn't still will be proved if it's the right or wrong move. Just because the Mets want to bring him back because they're afraid of the blowback from the fans mm-hmm.
4: doesn't mean that's the right move for the team. I agree. And that you know that's where you wonder. And you know, I remember saying, now it hasn't happened yet, and I give the Mets credit here, but I remember saying, because like, you were so all in on Yamamoto, I'm like, man, if they don't get Yamamoto, it's the Dice, man. Oh! Oh, oh Dice! Oh. It's, it's, oh. Sorry that he's late. Wait Sit minute, down, brother. Come wow. on in. Dice, Andrew Dice, Clay, everybody. It's <laughs> dice, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just trying. What...
0: What don't you
7: understand about I'm Uh-oh. sorry.
4: I'm sorry. The What's uh, Oh, you
0: screwed I, I up his coffee, I mean. huh? What happened? I mean, nice. What'd you do? How much coffee do you drink? What are you, the coffee police? <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I, to me, this is like 9 a.m.
4: You know oh, okay, like, okay. So, night, huh?
0: So I'm trying to rush. And you, well, how much coffee did I say? I just had a cup. But how much did you. I don't know, two pots a
5: day. What do you care? Just <laughs> fill the thing up. Let's uh, go. Dude, you, know? need, you need a pickup? He'll get what? you cocaine.
4: Whatever what do you, you do need do to you get something. Dice, do just do before
5: we even get into it, a caller just called yeah. us and said they wanted us to ask you about casual sex and how it kind of mirrored, yeah. you know, in the it's beginning something you were I Dice.
0: I did all through the 80s. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Casual uh, sex. Well, the uh, movie. What, no. What about it? What? Who is this guy? The guy just called us. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Is he? Is he a friend? Is he another He's friend of mine? He's a friend of, of the line? show. Let me tell you something. Let me, <laughs> let me just. I love you guys, and thanks. I'm. I'm glad I'm back. Carnegie Hall, February coming. Oh, Carnegie D- Hall around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause you guys, we saw. So, you know, it's like I don't even know what's left ticket wise, but I don't even care because I got to keep myself occupied. Yep. till I go there, right? <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right.
0: Oh man. Oh man! What happened, Travis? Right? You look yeah, like yeah. you had a rough trip. In you okay? No, the What's trip. So you know, people DM me, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to. That's what I mean, with casual the casual sex, sex we, we guy, got you. We like got he's you. my buddy too. This <laughs> guy. Um, so I get a DM, you know, a long time, my friend. It's been a long time, you know. See, they fool you to make you believe, and I'm reading here He goes. I hear you're at Carnegie Hall. You know, uh, haven't seen you since high school. You know, maybe you could see you way clear to getting me in there. I'd like to say hello to you, Ira. You know, uh, James going, Madison, Ira, buddy. Ira, who who's Ira? And and we're talking about what uh, fifty like two years ago, <laughs> high school. <laughs> yeah, Ira, and get I don't even buddy. know this yeah. this dumb. Fugazi, you know what I mean? You know, and I'm going, well, why would Ira, Ira, D-A-H, see how I know radio, yes. what I could say and can't say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why would he think, oh, yeah, well, Ira wants to be there and hang out with me. Like, I don't have enough to do in in this place that's incredible, okay? That's that,
5: you know, DM, Right now, like this caller, hey, same thing. You, hey, you just get it all, all different ways. Oh,
0: uh, please.
5: What about the caller? What, well, what he, does he, he want? want? He wanted to bring up the movie Casual Sex. What and does those he want know? <laughs> what does he well, want to know? About the acting in it. I guess he liked the. Maybe he didn't even have a question, but I'm going to ask you. Comedian, obviously, top of the world, Madison Square Garden, all that stuff. But you're also a great actor actor, I could even well, argue that a better actor than comic, and he was going back to that movie Casual Sex, but you've done some great things as an actor.
0: Well, I do have a good story with Casual Sex. so I can't get that mad at this guy. Right. You know what I mean? He's, I guess he's a nice guy. Maybe I'll have him at the show. <laughs> Instead and of Ira. We could hang out and really discuss it, but what happened with Casual Sex, it is kind of funny. Um, so we shoot the whole movie if you understand me now. Yeah. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, I got, right? you. I got you. And then they do test audiences. Okay. Okay. So I'm there, and Ivan Reitman, the producer, and the head of Universal, and Ivan's wife's uh, name is Jean Viev, and she directed Little French Lady. She was amazing. And um, so after the screening... You know, they, you know, people write down what they like, what they, you know, my part was not that big in, in casual sex. So here comes uh, Ivan. Maybe he's Ira's uncle. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Ivan comes over. He goes, can, can you just hang out a few minutes, please? You know, and I go, yeah, you know. And uh, so now he calls me up. Uh, he, he's like in a huddle. With his wife and and the... I just forgot the name of the guy that ran Universal Pictures at that time. So uh, he calls me over and he goes, Listen, would you come back Christmas time? Because I was getting ready to go to New York and see my family. I go, What's going on? He goes, We're going to rewrite the last 20 minutes of the movie. We want to make you the star of the film because... The Vin Man is who the audience wants to see wind up with Leah Thompson. Not the uh, the way the script... Uh, originally, you know the guy... Uh, I don't know. Do you know the movie? Yeah, that, we called I did like, not yeah, The guy that freeloads and comes with his garbage bags to live with her and she can't get rid of it. She's, like, making the same mistake again. But what was great about that guy... You know, he went on, he went on, he had a, I I don't know what he's doing now, but he did like murder movies, like where he'd kill people, but yet he'd come over, see, everybody on the set, I had a great time with everybody, and everybody loved, the Vin Man is really an offshoot of Dice. Right, that's what what the call was saying. Yeah, Yeah. so, so, uh, and I did two movies as Dice, I did Making the Grade with Judd Nelson, okay, who was Brat Pack, you know. Uh, playing the Dice Man. I did, uh, and then... For John Hughes, no, who did did Pretty in Pink, also let me use the name the Dice Man. But in Pretty in Pink, you know, when they go, it's the Vin Man, I go, who do you think you're going to fool? You know what I mean? It's Dice. So, but anyway, so they go, we want to make you the star of the movie, and here come this guy... And he'd always come over to my trailer because he was insecure, no matter what. Even though he's the guy that winds up with Leah Thompson, that she's in love with this guy, he could sing, whatever. And he'd call himself, he goes, do you understand why I'm going to be this gigantic star? It's all egos in Hollywood. And I'm sitting there with my then-girlfriend, you know, in my little bunk trailer, you know. And he goes, I have the mug, you know. And In the meantime, I go. His eyes are set back about four feet. <laughs> God, <laughs> guy looks like a murderer to me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's what he wound up yeah, yeah, doing, yeah, Like yeah. You know, like serial killer parts.
4: Yeah, oh, there's the guy. The Guys, coffee. Coffee oh, nice. do me do me a favor. Do, I, but, I, finish this, but finish it because we got to break. Because you couple oh, of this okay. late. we got so, to so, and then, we, then so we launch anyway, into what we got to do.
0: The story is they rewrite. I come back, they film all these scenes where now the Vin Man sees inside himself and he becomes like a real human being. He starts reading, he starts cooking, he starts writing to Leah Thompson. This was all new scenes and all of a sudden I show up on a New Year's Eve, you know, very vulnerable and she just falls in love and they wind up married at the end. You know, and... What's funny is the kid, one of the kids that played my kid at the very end, you know, wound up in the Dice Man cometh playing me as a little kid. Ah, you know, which circle. I didn't even put together for you. Full
4: circle. Look at this. Okay, guy. so I I hope, all right, I so hope we, we got yes. stuff for you. We got we're gonna talk about Carnegie Hall. I got to throw a couple of things by Dice. Have some coffee. We will get a quick break. B-T and okay. Sal Got you till two. The Dice Man got in studio. Till two. Yes. We got you okay. till two. Yeah. All right. We nice. got you till all two. Right. Just you know, take a little coffee. break don't, thing, don't but know. Why we we Just know. stop paying me here because I'm not you called us. <laughs> you
0: said you going to talk about the Eddie Murphy thing we come. Yeah, we're gonna you get know it what? All. Do me. We're going to a break right now. Listen to me here, people. So you know, go use your
8: bathroom. <laughs> uh, sure. There we go. There yeah, you go. BT and Sal with dice on the fan.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, rolls left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. (laughs) Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. All
4: right, time for the Big T and Sal Call of the Day, brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. And of, of course, day. I'm the call of the day is uh, Buddy Dice. All right, so uh, Dice is yeah. going to be at Carnegie Hall. We got a million things we want to do. I, I have to get this out of the way. We haven't asked you this yet. So you were here for an hour two weeks ago. We got it today for at least a half an hour. I know you're not a big sports fan, like monstrous. So we're not going to hit you with sports stuff. But I am curious. How, we grew up in the same neighborhood. You're uh-huh. older, but same streets, basically. Okay. How are you not a sports guy? Growing up in Brooklyn.
0: You know what? I was by the time I, I came back to Brooklyn. You know, uh, number one, I just wasn't good at sports. And that's sort of what turned me to entertainment. Okay. You know, because I'd be the guy not picked for the team, even though I look like I could play. Right. If a guy hit a softball to me and my glove's right here, I'd miss the ball by an (laughs)
3: inch. So I
0: was the guy that go, ah, you're the odd man out. (laughs) Next thing you know, I'm in front of a TV. I'm making it short for you. There's Ringo. (laughs) I'm making it short. No, there's Ringo Starr. There's Jerry Lewis (laughs) and the Nutty Professor. There's Elvis Presley that I snuck out. The night... I love when people talk about his comeback special in 68, because I'm the guy that crawled out of my room at 12 years old to watch that special while my parents were downstairs. We had a two-family house in Staten Island. Downstairs in my aunt's apartment, I was supposed to be in bed because of school... And I watched this guy, and the next day, my mother bought me a leather in J.C. Penny that was way too big. It was vinyl, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she bought it, you know. And I'd be on the couch doing Elvis. I'd be on the couch doing Kirk Douglas and Jerry Lewis and whatever impressions I could do back then, like Louis Armstrong and you know, uh, you know, uh, you know Humphrey Bogart. So not being good, it was almost like I wasn't meant. To be good at sports, because if I was, yeah, I'd be at the sports bar too. Go, uh, go Chiefs! Uh, no, no <laughs> go, go Jets! You know. We'd be go Chiefs. Yeah, no, whoever, you know, yeah, like, I, I don't do. care. Yeah. Who will you watch?
5: We watch who, the Super Bowl
0: Sunday. I sleep to it. It's the, that mean, and like baseball, background noise. That in baseball is like white noise to me. You know, I love it. I love having a tuna sandwich. I'll con- little action, maybe, a little pickle action,
4: maybe a little pickle on the side? We want know. to pickle
0: it or no? No, I don't believe in pickles. What? Why Why'd you even... You know I hate pickles. I honestly didn't... I swear to God. I swear I, to God. I, I don't understand. I love pickles with tuna fish. Why? I don't understand how anybody could even think of putting a pickle in their mouth. Forget about <laughs> that they made a game with the name. Another bunch of morons. <laughs> I hate the sight of a pickle, you understand? I think pickles should be banned from the world.
8: It's not <laughs> Because they look like schlongs? It's not
0: real. I don't what? eat pickles. I never tasted mustard. I don't believe in sauerkraut. None of that. You don't like no, a hot dog no, with do sauerkraut? I love when a girl goes, you know, I, I don't need a lot. I just eat salad. Yeah. Yeah, with a whole bottle of ranch dressing, you fat <laughs> cow, what you are. With a whole bottle of it. Oh, yeah. Here, here's, oh, your, here's your lettuce and radish. You don't even taste. I eat salad. Let me tell you how I do it. Right out of the bag with my hand. <laughs> like a rabbit, dude. You, you understand? And I taste it because, you know, even my girlfriend will go, there's, like, no taste to it. I go, No. You don't taste it, and the world doesn't taste it, because since you are a kid, you're so used to putting garbage on it, mm. and that's what you're tasting. I taste the vegetable.
5: <laughs> you understand? Are you a healthy eater now? I, I don't know if you'd call it healthy. I know you work out a lot. You know, I,
0: I eat a ton of chicken. I believe in chicken. I love when people go, did you ever see the chicken movie? Yeah. They killed them so I could eat them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's
4: it. I love chicken. Yeah. Seafood uh, or no? I love turkey. Well seafood? Randazzo's.
0: I, I believe... No, I don't eat that kind. Nah. I like Randazzo. I just love Brooklyn, yeah, so I yeah, love yeah, Randazzo. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love, like, uh, salmon. hmm You know, sometimes I'll get into a bass. <laughs> l- l- little tuna. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little tuna. Normally, <laughs> no, like, I don't eat, like... Uh, What's that thing? The thing everybody eats. Octopus? Oh, sushi, sushi. Oh, yeah, oh, sushi. sushi. Sushi's
4: yeah. Also. Never going to see it happen. Really? Yeah. But it's got salad wrapped around it. If you no, get the right no, one, no, then you go no, and get I your salad it's killing things. people. What?
0: It's, it's raw fish. So what? No, no. Cook All the right. fish. Anything I eat is going to be cooked. You know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. not going to take a shot. And they go, oh, this sushi plate, this is the best. You eat it. One, one <laughs> question. Do they
5: have chicken with white rice? Yeah, yeah. That's all I want, with I teriyaki sauce. BT and Sal in studio what? with Andrew Dice Clay again, Carnegie Hall, February 15th. <laughs> he goes, what do we even I talking did about? have one question that I want to ask you last time. I'm going to do it now. You seem to be respected or loved by not only your peers in comedy, but Actors, you know, the, the dude who put you in Entourage, whatever, Bill Burr, like, there there seems to be this massive dice fandom from people within the entertainment industry, more so than other comics or actors. Why do you think well, that is? You
0: well, know, you know who loves me as far as comics? The new generation. People like Chris Stefano, who will be at Carnegie Hall hanging with me, you know what I mean? See, the generation I came up with, they hated that I became the first ever arena comic, you know, that this guy's doing, you know, 100,000, 80,000 people a weekend. Not even a week, you know. So they they just could not handle that. And they really were, you know, it, they, they would cut your throat. They would backstab you. I, what I love is the new generation of comics, you know, the guys today from, that, that have made it today, everybody from you know, Bobby Lee to Ari Shafir to Jay Ocasin to, you know, the the top of the, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, Mm. you know, Jim Norton. All these guys were the generation after me. So, and a lot of them got to open for me, you know, but they didn't come in hating Dice because he developed something. They came in because, like, Bill Burr, saw me at the Boston Centrum. I did three nights there in 89, and he was like, that's what I want to be, you know. He told me the story. He goes, I was second to last row all the way up <laughs> near the back, you know, and so he did. He flipped that switch again when I showed up at the Prudential Center just to see his show, you know, and he goes, you got to do time up there, you know, and I And I did. And, you know, that led to the g opening, you know, at, in front of 60,000 people or more. And then Bill had me at the garden as his special guest, you know, that nobody knew I was coming out. And um, so I'll always think it's like a shot of a lifetime again as far as the stand-up world. You know, because
5: but it's I mean, it's beyond that, right? Like even us as talk shows, it's like, oh my God, Dice. no. But I'm saying these are the guys, right. the
0: Bill Burrs, the Joe Rogans. Those are the guys that just love me today, you know. And but they were the generation after me. Yep. You know, but the generation I came up, they just couldn't handle it, and everybody turned their back, except for who you know. I just there was a whole announcement about the Eddie Murphy movie. If you want mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to get into that, I, a I actually
5: missed this. Can you can you tell us this? What Eddie Murphy movie? Beverly Hills what, Cop. What's the name of it?
0: I, it's brand new to me. The Be- Beverly Hills. No, no, no. He did Beverly Hills Cop. That's coming out this summer. Okay. His new movie. It was in Deadline. Know uh, you know, I woke up to this two days ago. A whole announcement about Dice joining the cast with Eddie Murphy for his new film. Oh, I'm so stupid. How I don't know the name. I'm going to look it up. And right I right. got to shoot this in March.
4: You know, <laughs> I got to film this. You got to familiarize yourself but, with the script, That's, But
0: you see, it's, it's, when I heard of Teddy Murphy yeah. and that he wanted me for this thing, like. The pickup? That's it.
5: Andrew Dice uh, Clay, latest to join Eddie Murphy in Amazon, MGM's heist comedy, The Pickup.
4: Dude, you're red hot, man. To Sal's point, That's everybody, what everybody wants a piece of like, you. It's every, awesome.
5: Everybody now, it doesn't matter what medium, no, yeah. it is universal Look, that Dice is respected and loved by this generation of, or certain okay, generation of but people.
0: but see, Eddie isn't this generation. Right, right. But Eddie was the only guy to really have my back, you know, when everybody turned on me. See, Eddie used to come over to me. He's, he knew me before I hit. He'd see me at the comedy store. He'd walk away from his entourage to talk to me. he just liked what I did. And I couldn't believe I'm talking to Eddie Murphy. Wow. Then the owner of the comedy store, every time Eddie Murphy was going to do a spot there, I was the guy to follow Eddie. Okay. Then that's going to be a tough re- spot, right? The, the- follow on Eddie
4: no, like that's following Eddie Murphy. that's what i looked. You wanted I, it.
0: I got to follow Robin Williams, Richard Pryor when he came back from the burn incident. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was yeah. the guy they would put on after him. And, and you had people sitting on the floor like Sammy Davis Jr. That's how packed the comedy store was. Scorsese, De Niro, Burt Reynolds with uh, wow. uh, uh, Lonnie Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. You didn't get time. nervous? You didn't yeah. get nervous at all?
4: It's what? Not at I- all?
0: It's what I wait for. It's awesome, man. You know, it's <laughs> I what I you, wait for. Yeah. So it was, I would follow Robin, um, Pryor, and, and then Murphy, who was my favorite because I loved his career. I loved his stand-up, and I loved him as a movie star. He was the real deal to me. You know, so when my career took off, he would still walk. I, I remember, see, me and Eddie both have what you call the Elvis complex. Okay, we both loved Elvis. Now if you think of Eddie's concert films, what is he in? A red a red leather jacket. Red leather yeah. outfit. Yep. And also then a, like a purple leather. Now the whole dice image was Elvis. Mm-hmm. You know, with the giant collars on the jacket. But Travolta Eddie, too, right? You know. Not just also no, no, Travolta, it was not the Trivia. Okay, Travolta okay. was an impersonation. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. But Elvis, yep. I wanted to create for, for the public. Uh, the Elvis of stand-up comedy. Like, I geared myself to be a concert performer rather than a club performer, and I became that. You know, and that's why it was as big as it was at that time. And Eddie comes over to me one night at the comedy store, and he goes, I got to ask you. Because, you know, Eddie did The Garden. He did those uh, concerts at The Garden, but not... Not the basketball arena, the felt the form. Go- the theater. Yeah, they have the fel- a six thousand yeah, seat. Form. Yeah, which is gigantic. Yeah, comics didn't think. Oh, I'm going to play the basketball arena. You know, they just didn't think that way. So, yeah, you know, if he did, I'm sure he could have done that. Mm. But you know, agents weren't like going, "We'll book the, let's book the whole arena." They didn't think that way. So he'd come up that. to you and
4: ask you how you sold it out. Like, well, did he?
0: Get- well, it wasn't just that. I was doing. I was doing the whole country. The garden is the most famous arena in the world, but I did 20 arenas leading up to the garden, and I sold those arenas in minutes, you know, uh, And so here comes Eddie one night, and he comes over to me, and I'm sitting on the back stairs at a comedy store, and he's going, "Let me ask you something. Why do you think you're selling 20,000 seats a night?" And I go, "Let me ask you something. Why do your movies?" Make four hundred million dollars. <laughs> I'll give you my jacket. We could switch right now. <laughs> I'm willing to take your place. You could take. And he just started laughing. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I you know I used to run into him like uh, around where we live at a, at a at a coffee place and mm. talk uh, outside. He's a great guy, and he wanted me for this like cameo type this of role. This is great. And and this was coming? So when when I heard it, I was like, because I, I didn't after after I did A Star Is Born, I didn't care if I was ever in front of the camera again, you know. But, you were brilliant
5: but, in that. I was getting texts after you. the last time you were on. Oh my god, I loved him from people. I was like, you were a Dice fan. I wouldn't even know female female friends of mine. Oh my god, I loved him in A Star Is Born. You were great okay. and Blue well, Jasmine but as well. You want
0: to know something about A Star Is Born? Originally, when Chris Christopherson was going to do it with Barbara Streisand, okay. Originally, that was supposed to be Elvis and Barbara Streisand. They would sit on the floor in Elvis's dressing room at the Hilton and discuss, you know, a star is born. They were going to do it together. And the colonel, the great manager, okay, killed it oh. because they wouldn't give Elvis top billing. Mm. It was going to be Barbara and then Elvis. Mm because she was a giant movie star with legitimate movies. Oh, yeah. And Elvis wanted to do it. And that's what, you know, that was the down, you know, it's what made him but also killed him, the colonel, you know, and... So when I got a part in The Star Is Born, that was sort of my tribute to Elvis that I did.
4: That's a lot. Wow. I didn't Star know that. Born. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you So you I you really are. wanted to do a great job in that. And and you did. I, yeah. I, I think we'll, we, we got a break, but I think we'll people to find it out. And I didn't even know to this extent the depth, the, like, the, the depth, like well, it's right. the, the layers that you me, have. See, if it was anybody amazing. else other than Eddie Murphy, if
0: it was just some other comic I yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. think of, yeah. you know, like he's one I'd want to work with. Uh, Adam Sandler would be one oh, I'd want to yeah. work with. Because with I always get called for drama. And I was telling the director of this film, you know, I said, you know, I get called for drama. So, this at least is a comedy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's me and Eddie, and I love it, and so, yeah, that's why I'm in. All right, Dice, yeah. hang
4: on. Leave it there, buddy. Uh, BT and Sal, obviously, here on The Fan. We got you to we'll come uh, okay, back with I the Dice, it. man. <laughs> and, and the guy always makes it so awkward. No, I'm, I'm trying to go to break. break. Jesus, we'll come back. We got to go to break. Minutes, I don't yeah. want to, man. Yeah. February 15th, obviously, Carnegie Hall. We'll give you the more info on that coming up. See you here the rest of the show. Quick timeout back with Dice here on The Fan.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Well, the New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it's 18 Sound back here on The Fan.
4: Brandon's here to Sal Licata with our buddy Dice. The Dice Man is in studio. Carnegie Hall coming up on Thursday, February 15th, 8 p.m. show. AndrewDiceClay.com. Uh, obviously, Instagram and TikTok, you just, the, the bits where it goes up to unsuspecting people—it's absolute gold. And uh, Dice is with us the rest but of make the, no the rest mistake, of the hour. The yes,
0: Dice coming on stage oh. is not the guy in the street. Oh no, trust me. You know, what no, I mean? it's,
4: it's the Dice Man
0: who's exactly. showing up ready the Rock. Exactly. And we, we fully understand that. Because people have come up to me and go, "Are you going to come on all bundled up?" But on... <laughs> no. no, no. We got the yes. What happened to common sense? There's not enough. Money. Well, you know. that's
4: in line. I did want to ask you one serious, so, so, semi-serious question. So your dad, obviously, so are we both, me and Sal, and I know you stepped away from the business for a while to raise, I believe, two boys.
0: But I, I didn't step away. I just I would do my gigs on the weekend. Got it. And lower profile. My though. sons, uh, obvious. You know, everybody goes, says, "Oh, my children." But my children really do mean something to me. You know, and I really wanted to help raise them. You know, I went through, you know... The divorce, divorce. and no, I know, I know. And they both grew up in my house, and, you know, they are great right now. They, they're they a band. They're called Still Rebel Band for yeah. people that want to look them up. And for a still, little while... Still Rebel Band? Still, still, rebel, yep, still band. rebel Band. Still Rebel Band, yeah. And what's funny is they're, they're great at, at doing that. And, uh, you know, the drummer Carmine Apathy from... Uh, a vanilla Fudge, okay? From uh, the vanilla rock Fudge band. is more
4: of a Hof style.
0: What's that? Nothing. What? Nothing. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no, no. It's, it's a joke. A rock band, Vanilla I, yeah. Fudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I know Carmine for <laughs> years, one of the greatest drummers. I mean, Bonham used to go to him to learn certain riffs. Okay. One of the greatest rock drummers you'll ever see. So he came to one of my shows a little while back, and I always go on to my son's songs, you know, the the ones that work. And, you know, so he heard one, so he wants to, like, produce them now and get them with this record company he knows of. And then for a while, they did a band. You know, they changed the name because it's such a rough industry.
3: Yeah, I can to, imagine. To uh,
0: No One Cares, like the number one cares. Yeah. And there's a song that my son wrote that sort of, like, fits my situation called That's Life. I would I don't I don't know how you do it here because I'd play the beginning of it for gotcha. you. But you would hear what it is and it's just their songs are so strong, you know. And You're proud. You know, uh, yeah, I'm proud, I but could tell. you know you know, I always tell them, you know, about you know, like how to make I go, look at your father, look what I do. I try to teach as an example,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, I'm your example how to still go. Yeah. Like, I'm going into Carnegie Hall now. I built, you know, the social media platforms. Mm. If they had social media when I was in my 20s, there'd be no end to it, <laughs> you know, because I'm so driven in what I do. But because people do say, like, you know, why do you think you're so lucky? I go, hard work. Yep. That's luck today. Right. You know, that's luck a hundred years ago. When you work hard and you're good at what you do, you're gonna get somewhere. That's what I always believe. Those are I'm great the guy words. that goes to believe you can yeah. dot 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 is everything.
5: You think you'll ever take a break? You know.
0: It's not about a break. I'm not touring, like, doing, like, 20 or 30 city No, but city I mean, tours. like, you
5: film a lot. You've, you've noted it is well documented that you always use the camera, even dating back before it was popular to have the phone in Yeah, your when, hand. It, when
0: it was on, on video.
5: Yeah, you'd film everything, mm-hmm. and it just seems constantly going. And now with the social media and obviously still remaining you know, on tour and doing Carnegie Hall on February 15th, like, you just you, this is just something you love so much you think you can do with the rest of your life?
0: I, I just don't see how anybody really retires. See, I'm not going to do the bit here, but I do a whole thing about Florida and medical. (laughs) But, you know, when when I'm hearing I'm going to play pickleball, I say the game is over. (laughs) You know, because you got to be doing something. Even if it's, you know, some other, you you retire from your job at 25 years, do something. You know, because, you know, I like to keep my mind active. I like to... To know there's something coming that I got to prepare for. And I might complain, you know, I can't wait for this show to be over because I'm getting a million calls. Mm-hmm. There's a million stuff. And yeah, people ask you to be backstage. The, everything. <laughs> like you guys. Like BT. Like hey, you guys. Him, but, um, But no. I still really love it. And at the end of the day, I get on the stage and I get to do what I do. Yep. I just love
4: it. And it keeps your you mind know, sharp. I
0: can't see just go, oh, I'm going to retire now. No way. You know? No way. And, you know, it's not about money, you know? It's not about fame. It's not about chicks. It's about the game. <laughs> Those are lines David, from you one are, of my son's uh, rap type songs. Yeah, I love listen, it. Listen,
4: dice. You know? Of course, I'm going to be the bad guy. I got to wrap it up. What do you mean? Oh, we got to go, man. Show's yeah, over, what, dude. Now, this time. I mean, happy. listen, you were 12 minutes late. Not my fault. Not see, my... It's his fault. Hoff. It's, it's Hop's fault. The coffee, the coffee. The February 15th, yeah. Dice, We'll see you there. That,
0: Carnegie Hall.
5: I'm
4: Carnegie excited Hall. For it.
0: And I will see you guys backstage. Ah, that's awesome. Without
4: Ira. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not Ira. Full circle. That's why he's the man. AndrewDiceClay.com. Instagram, TikTok. is hot. As uh, Sal said, Carnegie Hall. We will see you tomorrow. Dice, you're the best. Have an awesome rest of your day. And we will catch you guys tomorrow morning at 10. Bye-bye.